Another week, another talking dirty. That you almost got to like the pitch of the grudge monster. I can't do it. This week in the NFL, we discussed what is the best and worst positions to be in the NFL based off Melvin Gordon's comments. Then we take it over to NBA where we debate Tobias Harris or Crumble Cookie. <laughs> What's the right answer? We'll let you know. Then we re- we go into uh, week three of the top five regular season with top five TV dads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that movie fucked me up as a kid. Then we take it over to Pop Culture where we break down the new Secret Invasion show, uh, the new episode of that, and your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Oh, Kevin's Brothers Painting, 41278-41577. If that being said, let's get them to do it. Yeah. All right, and before we get into it, Ryan, how are you doing this fine afternoon? Shitty. Yeah? Um, We've been shitty a lot recently. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I've been going through hell. Every I, week we're just like, ah, it sucks, but, you know, hey, here we are. Life sucks. Let's <laughs> talk sports. Um, I mean, my head's been hurting the last two days because it's air. Yeah. Uh, the the Canadian wildfire smoke mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, but... I, I feel like it's also been very like uh, everyone's talking. It's, like, it's like the the topic that people love talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the submarine shit now. It's the air quality. Yeah, and I I gave a tour today at work, mm-hmm. and the second we walked outside, some dude was like, <coughs> and I was like, <laughs> it definitely didn't hit you that hard, man. <laughs> but I don't want to be sound like him. But my head's been hurting since this morning. Yeah, since yeah. I gave that tour when I was outside because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you work outside, so I not always just. It's part of the job. When I give a tour, I have to go to the pool, I have to mm. go to the pro shop. Yeah. So now my head just hurt all. It was hurting all day. I, I took an Excedrin before I got here, mm. so it's a little bit better now. But yeah, because yeah. of that, my mood just been shitty. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. I was leaving work. Nothing bad happened to me at work. Yeah. But my head was hurting. That put me in a bad mood. So I just fucking left work all PO'd. <laughs> like I usually say goodbye to the old lady in the office and the other guy in the office when I leave. And yesterday, I just fucking got up and just walked out. <laughs> I feel like that compounds on the headache. It's just like being pissed off because of a headache. Yeah, my mood was changed because <laughs> my head was fucking hurting really bad. And then, um, what else? And then on the way here, what other thing I wrote down? But on the way here, mm-hmm. there's some dude behind me just fucking like I saw my rearview mirror because I had a lot of traffic when I came over here. But he was like dancing, oh, and nice. then yeah. and I was like, oh, that's funny. And then as we get up the hill to go up and over Frankstown Road near the get go, yeah. The light was green, and his hands out the window go like, go, go, go. And then it wasn't changing green, so I don't yeah. know why he was saying go. Then I went through the light, and I looked back up at him, and he was like, give me double thumbs up. <laughs> and then, as we're going down the hill, on the other end, <clears throat> there was a car near the top that was broken down. So mm-hmm. the whole fucking lat length, single lane, was just couldn't move. Oh, fuck. 
And so he was, I, kind of, I was like, what's this, what's this character going to do to these guys? Yeah. And he was doing like, turn it around. Like doing his hand <laughs> in a circle, hand out the window, like turn around. <laughs> I was like, this guy's uh, hilarious. And finally, we finally started parting ways uh, right when we got to the uh, 376 entrance. Because mm-hmm. I go through Turtle Creek. I guess he yeah, yeah. on there. And as he drove by me in the lane, I look over and he gave me one of these like uh, hang loose bra, like uh, finger wags. I was like, what the hell is Dude, I you was, just drove around with the coolest guy ever. Yeah, but I, don't, I, I was like, I don't get him. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> they honestly could be like, I think you should leave Sketch. Like, what, what's this guy want me to do? <laughs> You're just following his instructions, too. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, like if you make it more ridiculous, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I think you should leave Sketch. Um, one last thing, too, I want to say before I ask you how you're doing. Actually, how are you doing? I'm mostly in sports after this. Um, I'm doing good. Did you – okay. Did you see this whole Beer Olympics thing at Burke Chrysler's house? Yes. How sick did that look? It looked amazing. It looked like the coolest thing ever. Like, yeah. Like, if you got invited to that, you are, like, a bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a homie. Yeah, you're one of the boys. Like that was so cool. There's man. some uh, what's it called? Some Barstool guys there. Yeah, there's a lot of Barstool guys there. A lot of um, like Shane NFL. Uh, Guinness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shane, Gil- Shane Gillis. Yeah, Shane yeah. Gillis. Yeah, oh, he Shane was Gillis. funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a like, meme NFL, that came out. Baseball stars. Like it was so yeah, fucking funny. What was it? The the one uh, it was like a gif of someone who someone had him in a headlock. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was. Fuck, it's a, it a hilarious gif. And they just went all day. Like from yeah. the AM to like I think Kittle won. Kittle Kittle's team won. It was oh, Kittle really? and somebody else. Yeah. That's it. And they won. And I saw like the last event, it was dark out. And I was like, dude, they went all day with this shit. Damn. <laughs> dude, we couldn't even my, me and my friends couldn't even go a full day because everyone quit like halfway through. Well, they probably have a lot of PEDs available. Oh yeah. A ton of PEDs. Yeah. <laughs> I need PEDs. Yeah, I would have loved to just I want like a thirty for thirty on that. Just that, yeah. Just give me like the whole the whole scoop. What happened? Show me what Glenny Balls did <laughs> yeah. all day. Oh man. Well, it's funny you said PEDs because mm-hmm. that is what my miscellaneous sport was going to be about. Yeah. You're you're thinking about getting some? No. Well, I, I if you know if you have someone who has some PEDs, <laughs> let me know. Um, no, they are making it's called the enhanced games to combat in the Olympics. Really? All the athletes are on steroids. That's amazing. Like they're actually and like the promo for it mm-hmm. was like some runner. It's like I'm faster than Usain Bolt, but you wouldn't know because the Olympics hate us. They they hate science. It's like basically saying like they the Olympics hate, hate science. science. <laughs> let, me look, let me see if I can find that on YouTube or on uh, Twitter real quick. Enhanced games. Uh it's so funny. Is it like worldwide or is it just USA? I think it's gonna be like the Olympics but on steroids. That is nuts, dude. That's just yeah, I'm, I'm I feel seeing... like I feel like PEDs are a bigger problem with like other nations because mm-hmm. I feel like they don't have as much like rules against it. So like they, you probably have more people like partaking in that. Yeah, I can only really find the one minute man version of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, people were taking screenshots of it. So I know it's not like here. I was trying to see. Sorry. Everybody do the Sorry. I'm the fastest man in the world. But you've never heard of me. <laughs> I have broken Usain Bolt's 100 meter record. But I can't show you my face. 
Now listen, you've got my attention, and I'm going to hear you out, but I can take one look at this guy right here, and I can tell you he's not the fastest man in the world. I don't care what steroids that guy's on. You picking up what I'm putting down? He's white. Yeah, I, I figured that out. The Olympics hate me. I need your help to come out. Dude, I love how they like made the whole thing. I need your help to stop hate. <laughs> I need your help for the world to embrace science. I love how they hit, made this whole, like, inspirational thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was expecting a, like... Um, that's so funny, though. Dude, I thought it was going to be, like, a like crow milk commercial kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, what was that thing? Is that crow milk? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, from Always Sunny. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Fight Milk. Fight Milk. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, that kind of commercial, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then, they're, but then they're like making it all inspirational and like, oh, stop the hate! Like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> the, uh, it's always funny if they the season's not coming out now. They're still writing. They would be hilarious take on enhanced games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you're right. They they do like a fake. They do like a fake uh, fight milk shit. All right, yeah, that's cool. That's funny. Right. Also, there was a 24th ever perfect game pitched last night in the MLB. Oh, do you care? Eh, um, who was it? Someone for the Yankees. His last name was nah, German. No, I don't care then. Uh, was it like anybody? Honestly, anybody but the Red Sox or Yankees, and I would have been like, "That's sick." Dude, don't quote me on here because I could totally just be lying about this guy's name. I feel it's like Domingo German. Domingo German. <laughs> like, don't quote me on it. I feel like Domingo German is like the one German that Hitler would not like. Yeah. <laughs> How is it this far down on the uh, news, dude? It's Domingo German. I was I thought that's, I. <laughs> that's a ridiculous name. But yeah, the twenty fourth perfect game in MLB MLB history. That's nuts. All right. Um. Yeah, do you know what perfect game is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's like all strikes, right? No, it's uh, not a single person good on base. Uh, okay, so it's a, it's a little bit beyond, like it, no strikes. Or yeah, all there's strikes. no hitter. You can still have a walk. Yeah, yeah, or fly out or an error. Mm-hmm. But a perfect game means not a single person reached base at all. That's got to be depressing to be the other team. Yeah, like you literally didn't have to show up. Well, how about last year when the Pirates won and they on a no hitter? Like mm-hmm. they had a no hitter against them, but they won because they had an error and then a couple yeah. Of walks. Yeah, yeah. It was like a walk or two, and then that is an nuts. error happened, so we scored. But then they still had no hitter. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, also, the All Star breaks went up like in a week or two, and I think we starting to have our home run derby contestants. Okay. Um, so far, I've seen Vlad Junior, which is sick. I, I don't know these people. Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Junior. Okay. Do you know Vladimir Guerrero? No. He was big when we were growing up. He's like one of the best players in the league when we were growing up. Now his kid's killing it. Now his kid's been killing for the last few years on the Blue Jays. But gotcha. Uh, I think he was in the Herman Derby last year too, and I think he did well. Um. So yeah, it's Julio Rodriguez, uh, and Mookie Betts said he would do the Herman Derby if he's elected on the All Star team. All right. But if he's not, he's not doing it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That's all I had. All right. Well, let's get into it. Miscellaneous sports. Leading off with the NFL, we'll start off with the sad news. First off, former NFL quarterback Ryan Mal passed away this week at age 35. 
He drowned off the shores of the Gulf near Florida. No other real information was provided as to, like, the reasoning why. Yeah. But sad shit. Di- sucks. Died young. Um, Ryan Mallett, I always, I always liked him as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, no hey. I mean, like, the, he was on the Patriots, and that was kind of like, you know, I'm going to talk smack about him then. But mm-hmm. he, he, he was also on the Ravens at one point, too. I, yeah, I think he was coaching a uh, – it, it was either, like, a D2 college school or a high school. Right now? Yeah, like currently. Yeah. Oh, it was a high school? Yeah, it was okay. a high school. Yeah, like he just coached his first season last year. So that's yeah. tough. I was listening to Macrodosing on the way here, and Arian Foster was talking about it a little bit because he played with him in Houston. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did. They did play together. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. It's a, sh- it's a shame. I mean, it's a shame when any 35-year-old dies. Yeah, yeah. Let alone drowning. That, oh, geez, that's crazy. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um. And then the other thing, so free agent running back Leonard Fournette posted on Insta uh, on his story. It was a bad car accident. Like, the car was totaled. Uh, it was his car. He was driving. He said he's okay, but, like, it just looked, like, rough. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't it, know really it, what caused the accident or anything. It was on fire. It was on fire, too. It caught on fire. Oh so, like the whole front end was just, like, <clears throat> melted. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. I'm, I'm glad he's okay, but mm-hmm. that's just wild. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all for sad news. So we got that out of the way. Sad news. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no sound effects on sad news. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's the most disrespectful thing you can do. All right, all right. You don't want to Ryan um, Mallet would think it's funny. I don't even know. Yeah, was he, was he like a funny guy back in the day? These are the things we need to know. Mm-hmm. But all right. First up, the J.J. Watt. Uh, he will be joining CBS Sports as an NFL studio analyst. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just another you know, another sports guy. I, I do like J.J. Watt, so I think it'll be yeah. a fun time. Yeah, but. I only wanted to do sad trombone so we can distract the fact that I did it after sad news. Yeah. Um, J.J. Watt is going to be good, well. I think. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I think he can do well. I'm excited for that one. Uh, and then the Dolphins have apparently offered a contract to free agent running back Dalvin Cook. There was no confirmation as of now if Dalvin will accept the offer. If he if he has accepted it, it's not going to happen. I agree. And also, like, why is it Miami the past few years has gone gone after every single running back ever? I mean, fucking <laughs> example. I just said his name, Arian Foster. Yeah, at the end of his career, he went there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Breida, right? Wasn't he there? Breida went there. Uh, Mostert. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's definitely there's someone like the last couple of years wasn't it oh. J no not JGI it might have been I think JGI was also there he was also there but it's like ever since like that kind of time period like right when Brian Flores was the coach mm-hmm. they just started bringing in every single like not bad running back but like hey could be sick running back hypothetical thing mm-hmm. like they were always like talking to San Fran because San Fran kind of had the same formula going. Okay, I got a name of the Dolphins running backs in the last 10 years. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm going to go quickly. I'll skip names I don't know. Uh, Lamar Miller, he was decent for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mostert, you said, Jay Ajayi, Arian Foster, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake was another one. Yeah, Frank Gore. Frank Gore, okay. Uh, Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin was another one, yeah. Jordan Howard, he was on the Eagles, I think, right? Yeah, and then he went to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, Matt yeah. Breida. Matt Breida. Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, 
Malcolm Brown, yeah. Chase Edmonds. <laughs> yeah, these I are all. Kenyon Drake went there because Chase Edmonds was, took his job in Arizona. And now Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Chase Edmonds went there too. Yeah. There's a lot of the names that I don't really know, but I'm sure people will know. That's yeah. That's just like an insane roster of running backs, and I feel like none of them really last. Oh, more and than... Isaiah Pede. I skipped his name. Mm. Remember Pede? No. Oh, where was he before? He was on like the Redskins or something. I just feel or like Saints. It's all a bunch of running backs like that aren't bad, but it's just like maybe they could be good on a new system, mm-hmm. and then they only last there for like a year, if that. Like, um, I don't think any of those names we listed has been there for longer than a year. Yeah, probably not. Isaiah Pede was on the. St. Louis Rams. He's oh, okay. a running back before they moved. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then uh, some stuff on the Raiders. So there's been some rumors going around the Raiders uh, OTAs that Jimmy G might have injured his foot during practice. People also noted that in his contract, it does have stipulations that the Raiders uh, cannot suffer any financial losses if Jimmy G gets seriously injured, cannot play the season. So, like, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, kind of thought that. I mean, we kind of mentioned that whenever Jimmy G went to the Raiders. It's like, if he's healthy, I mean, could be okay. But it's just kind of like your plateau and going from Derek Carr to Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. But then speaking of Derek Carr, uh, people were asking Derek Carr during the Saints OTAs about his time with the Raiders. Um, he said that he just wishes things were different. He said, I was, for lack of a better term, very upset. I was mad. Carr told the Fresno Bees, Anthony Galvez, on Saturday, you spend nine years in a place, you have all the records, and you can play at a high level, and for something to get in the way, whether the, what, it was whatever reason, money-related or whatever, injury-related, I would have said I don't even want the money. I just want to play two more times in front of our fans. I didn't get that opportunity, so it definitely lit a fire inside me to keep going. Who cares? I mean, he sucks. I don't know. The NFC's wide open, and like I could see the Saints getting a high seed. Yeah, I don't think they go to the Super Bowl at all, but they could be like a four, three, four seed. I could see it. I, I mean, we were talking about before with the Falcons. Yeah, it's a wide open division. Yeah, it is a wide open division. Uh, and then just a couple of other things for NFL. So several players are beginning to face suspensions. Uh, it's estimated that they're all going to get about a year due to uh, gambling. Uh, most are not big name players. One notable person that was name like name dropped already is isaiah rogers of the colts uh he apparently placed 100 bets on big or on colts running backs over under throughout the past year at the colts facility yeah that that's all wild that's the funniest thing ever to me yeah that's wild and it's also relatable because jonathan taylor just let him down too oh <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> just the worst number one pick for me Ugh. But uh, yeah. So he 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 struck some games together in the season. He has still let that. It was a number one pick caliber. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just uh. So you'll probably see some more names pop through the coming weeks. But I think that was like the most egregious one because it was like a Colts player betting on Colts at the facility. So it's like, yeah, you kind of got to peg him for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think I think players should be able to sports bet. But yeah, you're right. Not in like team facilities. I think you can't do it at team facilities. I think that's or fair. on your own sport. I don't think you should be able. If you're a football player, you shouldn't be able to bet on another football game. Just, I agree with that. Just as well. to keep the waters not murky. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. 
I do have an ex- well, maybe not an exception. I don't know. What do you think about this? If you're not in the Super Bowl, you can bet on the Super Bowl. Or like if you're not in the playoffs, you can bet in playoff games. Yeah, but it's once again, it kind of makes the water murky. So mm, like, yeah, that's why that you should just be able to not bet. Like if you're in the NFL, you shouldn't bet in the NFL. Yeah, like Calvin Ridley getting slammed for betting on like college games is bullshit. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me here. Don't quote me here. Mm. But when the last CBA came out for the NBA, we're discussing it. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure that that was a thing that's in the new CBA. Mm. Is uh, NBA players can sports gamble, but as long as it's not NBA. See that the NBA always does it right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like all their NBA players can bet on football. Yeah, they can bet on baseball and college basketball. Mm. Just not the, the NBA, NBA is always like three steps ahead of every other major league sport in terms of their rules and regulations. But uh, last thing I had, so running back Melvin Gordon states that the running back position is the worst in the NFL to be. So we'll deep dive. Figured we, I mean, I feel like we both agree running backs are probably the worst. Uh, so we said that yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's not its not the worst. It's definitely not the worst. The worst is offensive line. Yeah. Zero doing... credit, all the blame, mm-hmm. all the CTE, all the yeah, bad all knees. The you have to be overweight your entire career. That's why everyone, <laughs> everyone, as soon as they retire, lose like 100 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think... Offensive line is by far the worst position. I feel like they're the most loved, though, in the like locker, locker room. room. Yeah. Amongst other players, yes. Mm-hmm. Amongst fans, no. Yeah. You have a good lineman. No one gives a fuck. After, like, okay, say, who said this Melvin Gordon? Say Melvin Gordon had a 150-yard rushing game. Everyone's like, holy shit, Melvin Gordon's so good. Yeah. No one's saying, holy shit, the, the line had a, the giant holes for them all all day. Yeah. The line did so good to help Melvin Gordon out. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon was a beast. Yeah, they the most they mention is like loosely during the play by play. Yeah, like an, <coughs> a hell of a block by this guy. Yeah, like true. Like I feel like people who know ball. I feel like cornerback no. is a terrible one too. Because they always get burned. I've, I always said. Yeah, I think I made a claim this before mm-hmm. to my friends. Cornerback is maybe not the worst, but it's definitely the hardest position out of all the. Positions. Yeah, yeah, especially in like this type of league we're in now. Mm-hmm. Just heavy passing, and every all every wide receiver is insanely athletic. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to be a cornerback has to be also insanely athletic, and they also have to be able to read where this guy is going to make a move at. Yeah, and like you have the same athleticism as a wide receiver, but the wide receiver has the advantage of the cornerback has no idea where I'm going. Yeah, the cornerback has to watch where he goes, which way his hips move, mm-hmm. and then predict where he's going. If you predict it wrong, then you get exposed, and everyone knows how bad you are. Yeah. Like, cornerback is the hardest. And I feel like, you know, there's, what, four or five cornerbacks on a roster at a time? Yeah. And we, like hey, think about it. We really only, like, you could probably say there's maybe five really talented corners in the league. Yeah. Five to ten range, I'd say. Did you hear Like, and then you're going to throw in your teams, like, you know, you're, you're, you're like, we would probably say Patrick Peterson, but it's not Patrick Peterson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, best corners in the league. Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, um, Xavier Howard, or is that Xavier Rhodes? I think I think he's a is he a safety? I think he's a safety. Ah. Um, that's the other thing too. You compare him a lot to safeties, you know. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes get that mixed in the model. Sometimes I always I just refer to as secondary players because I don't know mm-hmm. which one they are. Um, is Jordan Poyer or Jordan Poyer is a safety? I believe. 
and hides also his safety. Yeah, but there's Tremaine White. Tremaine White. Yeah. That's because I for the Bills. Tredavious I, White. Tredavious White. Yeah. I, for the Bills, there's one of them. Was like, mm-hmm. I knew one. They had a really good corner. Yeah, Tredavious White is a um, good corner. Yeah, but it's like you know you can name like five or ten that like are top upper echelon. Is Marlon Humphrey corner. a safety or a, that I don't know. I he's think a safety. He, Marcus Peters was a. Yeah, but corner. he's definitely not top ten not anymore. Yeah, no. When he was on the Rams, he was. Yeah, yeah. Before then, even like the first year on uh, the Ravens, it was. But then I think got hurt, and then I kind of like, mm-hmm. fell off. Yeah, and then he had the whole thing. Wasn't that him with like his brother in the orgy? Yeah, you're right. There's that whole thing. And I, I feel like ever since then story. it was just like. Downhill. What was it again? Him and his brother like just fucking had like an orgy together. Yeah, that's all yeah, it was. That was. There's nothing else. It. Yeah. There's no gun or anything involved. I don't think there was a John Morant involved. I feel like there was a gun involved somehow. Mm-mm. Like one of the people in the orgy was like saying how like the brother like held him up or something. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, so your best NFL CB 2023. Stephon Gilmore, we didn't mention. Oh, he's not that good Darius anymore. Slay. Okay, I can I can give you Darius Slay on the Eagles. Okay. All right, here here's Darius Pro Football Talk one. top thirty two. Corners coming into the 2023 season. That's a good list. Let's go. Number one, Sauce Gardner. Yes. Number two, Jalen Ramsey. Yes. Number three, said. Darius Slay. We forgot. Yeah, we did forget. Number but four, he is. Patrick Sertain. We also forgot. We did forget. He's also good. Number five, Jair Alexander. Number six, Stephon Gilmore. I disagree with. I, I disagree think he's very too. washed at yeah. this point. Number seven, Lattimore. Also, I think he's a little washed. Yeah, not terrible, uh, but yeah, I agree. These two are definitely better than the last two. Trayvon Diggs and J.C. Horn. Yeah, you know, J.C. Horn's good, but he had that injury, so yeah. I think Trayvon Diggs is very overrated, but I think he's still better than Lattimore and mm-hmm. Gilmore. Yeah, I think he's overrated to the point where he. I said this to my cousin's boyfriend Jackson, who's a big Cowboys fan, and he got pissed at me. That it was like the last season or the season before, whenever he was going for the interception record. Yeah, I said watch every single play he's involved in. Either it's an interception or he lets up like an eighty-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good cornerback. No, no. A cor- but good cornerback is someone who doesn't even get that many interceptions because he never gets targeted. Yeah, Darrell Rivas. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Char Charvarius Ward. No idea who that is. From I think Fortnite's AJ Terrell, James Bradbury, Denzel okay. Ward from the Browns. Yeah. Travis White's fifteen. Yeah. Xavier yeah, Howard, like, which you said. Yeah, but you have, like, so many corners on a roster and in the NFL in general, and, like, there's only 10 that you can really give that kind of status to. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. <laughs> like, that's insane. There's still no Steelers on this list yet. Well, Steelers have a, had a good corner since. You're going to Patrick <sighs> Peterson, 31. He made the list. Um, Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden did have, like, a Joe revitalization. Hayden was, he was a pro bowler with us. Yeah, he, he had a revitalization with the Steelers. Yeah. But before him, like, I don't even know if you want to say the IT Swag University. I don't think I Taylor's that good. I think we're just he, he was a good cover guy, coverage guy, like man coverage. Yeah, but I, zone he was just abysmal. Yeah, he sucks. It was like Namdi Osmawa. <laughs> Remember, yeah. like when they had him on the Raiders, and he was like one of the best uh, man coverage corners in the league. Yeah, and then they took him on the Eagles OA Dream Team. Or eight and eight dream team, and they try to play him at zone, and he failed miserably and fell off the face of the earth. That dream, you love that dream team. I do, I do. It's just the, it's it's one of the funniest stories to me. Absolutely, just the hype behind it. 
Um, all right, I have now looked up the best corners in Steelers history. Okay, okay. This Ten. is a large tangent, but we're we're on topic. But it's just going. It's on topic. Down a and hole. This is the last thing we have for NFL, so I might as well keep it. Yeah, going. yeah. Number ten, Chad Scott. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was good. He was good. Yeah. Number nine, Joe Hayden. Wow. Number okay. eight, big play Willie Gay. Yeah. I hate. I I loved Willie Gay, but he was so bad. Uh, number seven, Deshay Townsend. I yeah. love Townsend. I've watched him play at Shaler High School as a, in a pickup game. Uh, JT Thomas from 73 to 81. No idea. Dwayne Woodruff from 79 to 90. Mm-hmm. Ike Taylor, number four at 03 to 2014. Number three is Jack Butler from 1951 to 1959. Damn. Number two, Mel Blunt, obviously. Obviously, yeah. And then number one. Who? Um, Ron. Is it Ron or Rob? Rod. 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 Rod Woodson. Woodson, yeah. Yeah, Rod Woods at number one. That makes sense. But I guess, I mean, it, it does prove you're kind of right there with the... Uh, Ike Taylor. Like, him and Joe Hayden were the last two on that list. Mm-hmm. Most recent on that list was worth a damn Willie Gay, but Willie Gay yeah. really wasn't that great, I think. We just can't figure out cornerbacks. Yeah. But now... Now it's getting spicy. We have two great cornerbacks. <laughs> yeah. And Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. and Patrick Peterson. Um, all right, but what about the best positions? To play, to be in football, okay. I talked about it last night a little bit. I think punter is my one one. Punter's a good one because punting is something that like after you do it so many times, it's mm-hmm. gonna be the same every time. And as long as you don't completely shank off the side of your foot out of bounds, mm-hmm. um, people are gonna be like, okay, that's fine. You know, it's a good, that's a good punt. Yeah. Oh, cart path up and over. Yeah, um, as long as you're consistent. Yeah. So like. If you if you hit the corner, you're coughing the corners. Mm-hmm. You're like considered like the goat. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you like shank it, you shit. suck. You get cut. Mm-hmm. If you just do a standard punt every single time, then no one's gonna blink an eye. No one can get pissed because they're you're only out there because their offense failed and they got fourth down. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about how the offense fucked up when you're on the field punting. Yeah, and as long <laughs> like, as you don't fuck that punt up, no one's gonna give a fuck about you. Yeah, and say anything about you. So you come out like. If you're if you play for the Chiefs, you're gonna come out like what one one twice once twice a game, <laughs> but like for like for so much money, for you're getting millions of dollars to do it. Even if you don't make a million dollars and you gain like eight hundred thousand dollars, what a fucking great job! That yeah, for real. What a, like for real. I would kill to have that. And like if you get touched at all, you're, you're penalty. It's a flag. Yeah, yeah. And then if I was a punter, I would be like, who's that guy who's on the Raiders for a long time? Janikowski. No, the uh, the black guy, King. Oh yeah, King King. Yeah, oh, his first, uh, like like we, like the one time. So you got mm-hmm. someone got a penalty. Jack Kowski did punting for him, and he like too. grabbed the fucking flag and like threw it in this mm-hmm. guy's face. Yeah, like you could be such a swaggy punter if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like we need a swaggy punter. Yeah, swaggy punters are the G's. Hey. I I think backup quarterback is a great job to have though. Mm-hmm. Like I, as long as you're like some guy that is, you know what I mean. Like nobody expects you to do anything like outlandishly great. Mm-hmm. As long as you could play at the the par level when you're needed, you're okay. Yeah, very similar to what we're saying with punter. Like you're only there because mm-hmm. your quarterback got hurt. Yeah. yeah, expectations are low. Everyone's kind of accepts defeat at that point when their backup quarterback goes in. Mm-hmm. But if you fucking string together a couple of great drives, yeah, you're a legend. Yeah, like would you rather be like Derek Carr or Charlie Batch? Charlie Batch, hundred percent. 
Yeah, Bruce Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah. Like a career backups. Mm-hmm. Like I would 100 percent do that. It, it sucks at first. When it first happens, you first become a backup. Mm-hmm. You realize, fuck, I, I wanted to be an all a starter. Yeah, whatever. After you become a career backup, it turns it goes back to being awesome. Yeah, like if you can stay with the same team for like an extended period of time, or even be on like a Super Bowl roster. As Chad Henne. Mm-hmm. I I saw something. I saw a headline about Chad Henne recently about something. Yeah, he has two Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> multiple Super Bowl, Super Bowl champ, Chad Henney, yeah. who had uh, he was against the Jackson, Browns though. against the Browns mm-hmm. in the playoffs. He got that first down that people were like, "Fuck yeah!" Mm-hmm. Then wasn't it this year against the Jaguars? He came in for a drive, marched him all the way down the field, scored, and then yeah. Patrick Mahomes came back in. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. So you're Chad Henney. I just saw an article recently about him, so I'm hoping that. What's, what's another good one? Yeah, another good backup. No, another good uh, position. Mm. I don't know. I think kicker would be a shitty one. I said kicker originally yesterday, and you corrected me, and that's why I was like, yeah, no punter, actually. Um, what is it? What is it? What's another good one? I think kicker would suck. Just because, like, all the blame's on you if you stay, if you fuck up mm-hmm. one kick. You know what I mean? You might only kick, like, three or four times a game. And if you missed one of those, like, people are like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you might have to go. <laughs> like, I mean, I think those are those two are the two best. Mm-hmm. Special teams guys, not really. Nah, the, nah, because your turnover people. rate's high, you know? Yeah. You're not going to stick with that for a while. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe safety's good on the defensive nah. side. You don't think safety's good? No. Nah. I feel like safety, you're pretty much content. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's a, a cornerback. It's it's very hard to be a safety. I think. Yeah, but like quarterback, you're playing like that direct coverage right off way the snap. Harder. Yeah, I'm not saying it's as hard as mm-hmm. uh, quarterback's the hardest position in football. But I think safety would not be a bad number three pick for best. No, I think there's better number three picks. Yeah. I think I think outside linebacker because all mostly you, if you're in coverage, like oh mm-hmm. you, you burn a linebacker, and most of your thing is hey I'm gonna try to get around this guy and sack this quarterback. Go psycho mode. Yeah, an end ru- edge rush. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, be a bad like what TJ Watt does. He, he goes out in coverage mm-hmm. every once in a while, but most of the time he's yeah. going after the quarterback or playing contained. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought it's a personal, like, if I played, when I played football as a linebacker and then when I played rugby, my position equated to a defensive end outside linebacker. So okay. Okay. I'm very much like that position. All right. But, I mean, wide receiver is fun. I think that's the most fun position. Oh, for sure. Because you can just be a deviant. People do that now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Think about when we, if me and you play catch right now, mm-hmm. we, we're we're gonna be like trying to get our toes in bounds. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do all this like wide receiver yeah. shit. That's like I think the most like the childhood fun still there for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For you sure. just run around, get open, catch balls. Yeah, yeah. All right, good shit, good shit. Uh, that's all I have for NFL though. Yeah. Okay. Let's take it over to NBA. Um, a nice little crossover crossover headline is right now we're watching the match yeah on true yeah. tv it's steph and clay versus patrick mahomes and travis kelsey um i don't even know the score what's the whole one uh it's all one right now yeah travis nice. kelsey and patrick mahomes are closer but they're in the rough dude this course though is beautiful yeah what's the some of the stats on it it's in vegas it's the only course on the strip in vegas it's the first course to have a beverage cart that's sick that's so sick <laughs> yeah. and it just looks beautiful it like does. it's insane yeah and like you're just playing with like the city in the distance mm-hmm. 
Like that's the coolest part to me. Dude, I love golf. We gotta get you out on the course, bud. All right. Is that you saying yes? No, that was all right for the segment. We already started another segment, and I said you should go get you on the course, but he said, "All right." So I'm taking that and running. No, with you're, it. you're misleading. I mean, listen, our listeners can. Travis just... Kelsey's fit is top tier, though. Yeah, it's a sweater. It's a cardigan pants. Yeah, yeah, the corded sweater or whatever they call it. they call it. It's Steph put this on. Holy moly! The uh, <laughs> mini golf show that he has. Yeah. Uh, at least the first. I didn't watch the first season of it. There's one, there's a couple holes where it's like you can either choose Steph Curry to take the shot for you or a robot program to take the shot for you. <laughs> and it's like a chip, like on yeah. you get closer to the pin. And every single time someone picked uh, Steph, he got closer than the robot. That's sick. Yeah, Steph Curry is like one of the best like non golfer golfers. Why doesn't he just play some tourneys? He does. Oh, he does. Not on PGA, but he does all the pro am shit and like, oh, okay. wins a lot of that yeah. shit. That's smart, dude. That's just money. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes is pretty good at golf too, mm-hmm. but not. At, and I don't think it's like Steph Curry is like another level of celebrity like golfer. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my brother pointed out too. It's because he grew, grew up in like North Carolina, like the, one of the golf capitals of the world. Oh, is that the golf capital? One, I know, but like, there's so many golf courses yeah, out there. Like, Myrtle that. Beach has a million. Like he's like like we grew up on like Lake Norman, mm-hmm. which is like a bunch of courses around there too. Gotcha. Because you can golf year round. All right. Um, all right. NBA. Even though we kind of start talking about the NBA a little bit. Um, got, got a list of headlines here. I'm just going to start rolling through them. There's not really a, a order to it. There's not really a big three. We'll just go through down the list. And the first one is um, Dame Trade Talks could be back on the table. So <laughs> last week, or this week, earlier in the week, Dame met with uh, Trailblazers front office for like plans of the future. Yeah. After the meeting, it came out like the team came out and said we do not want to trade Dame Damian Lillard, but it wasn't like it wasn't like we agreed that we're not going to trade him. It's just like the team's like we really want to keep Dame Lillard. Okay. Um, all the reports are basically making it like that meeting was because Dame brought his agent with him too. Uh, that meeting was very much like, hey, Dame's kind of frustrated. You didn't get you didn't do what you're supposed to do. We went <laughs> out. So the rumors about. Uh, Dame being traded is now back out there. Um, obviously, like I said before, the the big name attached to Dame is the Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been the one circulating. I think if Dame gets traded to the Heat, I don't think he's going to get traded anywhere else. My thing is I don't know if he's going to get traded. Yeah, I think it's more likely that he stays. I mean, we do this every year. Every, every off year for season. the past three years. Every offseason, uh, the people think that mm-hmm. Dame's going to want out because they're ne- not going to win. Ever since the year after they lost in the Western Conference Finals. Until he's about to get out of here. It's been like, yeah, he's going to go. And then they got rid of C.J. McCollum, and it really turned into Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they were sell and rebuild, yeah. yeah. They took away his partner. And yeah, shit. so like then they have a meeting with Dame, and then Dame's like, oh, it's all good now. We've, we're forgiven, and then mm-hmm. they do the same thing. Like, I don't know. He's just they, It's just a toxic relationship. I think, I think a few years ago when the first started coming up, Dame said, I don't want to play. I want to be the guy that bounces around different teams. Mm-hmm. If I don't win a ring, I don't win a ring. I don't want to be the guy ring chasing. Yeah. Um, which I, I at the time, I was like, I that's great. Good job. But now that he's kind of tied at the heat, I really just don't want that to be true at all. But like at the same time, so like here's, here's the thing. It wouldn't be ring chasing going to the heat, in my opinion. Not at all. I mean, they went to 
two, they have two All Stars. They don't. Have they two went to the players. finals twice in the last what three years? Yeah. So no, like four years. So they are a talented team, but like there's not outside of Jimmy Butler and Bam, there's not really anybody that insane mm-hmm. on the Heat. No offense. Um, no, I'm not taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like they're all definitely skilled enough to make the finals and shit like that. No, it's no not taken because it's those two. And maybe Tyler Hero, if he didn't get hurt this year, mm-hmm. this was a big year to prove himself. Yeah, yeah. But outside of Jimmy and Bam, it's just undrafted guys because yeah. their exposure is a beast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, so going to the Miami Heat would not be ring chasing. Now, if you went to the Phoenix Suns, that would be ring chasing. 100% would be ring chasing. If you went to the Lakers, I'd probably call that ring chasing. Which he already expressed that if he does leave, he was not going a team with two superstars on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, which ouch to Bam and Jimmy Butler. He was going to say, I mean, they're not a gentle jab. That's <laughs> what I was going to say is they're not, they're not superstars. I mean, Jimmy's a superstar. Bam's not a superstar. He's an all-star. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, but yeah, it'd be a sick team and they'd be a lock for the finals in the East every single year if he went to the Heat. They'd be, yeah, they'd be a lock for NBA championship. Probably NBA championship, but like definitely finals. Like it's imagine... This run we had this year mm-hmm. with Spolstra and all those undrafted guys. Yeah. And we said Dame instead of uh, Clay. I mean, instead of uh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And, I mean, you would have to give out more than just Kyle Lowry, though. You'd probably have to give. We'll probably have to give uh, Tyler Hero. We'll probably have to give multiple first round. So, I saw a pick. I saw an, uh, an article saying yeah. that that I, the ideal package probably for the Trailblazers will be Tyler Hero, Nikolai Jovich. Duncan Robinson for our sake for cap space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and ha- Jaime, uh, ha- what's the, the, the drafted name? guy? Yeah, we, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Jaime Hawkes. Okay, the guy we just drafted. Yeah, and then picks. Yeah, that's not bad. I think I think it was like a swap this year, mm-hmm. the next year, and the year after. Give up those first round picks. Yeah, and then the three our three last first round picks, which is Tyler, Jaime, and Nikolai. Mm-hmm. And Nicola, and then uh, just give up someone like Kyle Lowry or Duncan Robinson to clear our cap so we can get them. Yeah, that, and, that and I, I would take that trade. Yeah, that's a always good trade. It's always different trade. Uh, trade the last few years that were like, uh, I don't want to give up Tyler here for him. I don't give up Tyler here for him. I won't give up Tyler here from him. If we get Damian Lillard. I'll give up Tyler here. Yeah, and you're maintaining Gabe Vincent and Strauss. They're free agents, but they both express interest. They want to sign back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we would keep them. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 would be yeah for sure a championship contending team. Yeah, um, and that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. And the other team, other teams tied to them is uh, still Brooklyn, <laughs> which I don't get. So Brooklyn, I mean, it'd just be the same shit. New team. Well, they're no, because it wouldn't because they don't have anyone now. It'd just be Dame. Oh, you're, yeah, you're. You know, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. What you're saying. It's what Dame same situation. Names are now mm-hmm. in a harder conference. Yeah. Yeah, the eh, is the East harder now? Absolutely. Think about the top three teams in each division. In each yeah, conference. yeah. Because the Celtics didn't disband the formula just yet. Absolutely. The Bucks, they're probably still riding high, although some things are shaking up. And then okay, Chris Middleton might be on the move. We'll see it. We mm-hmm. talked about last week. Yeah. So just the top three teams to finish each division last Sixers. year: the Bucks, Sixers, Celtics, or the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings. I give the edge to the Eastern there, but there's more to the West. Like the like, I mean, the Kings were a one hit wonder. Possibly. Okay, so you have the Nuggets, which is a good team. Mm-hmm. 
the Suns. The Suns. And the Warriors are getting out up there. Mm-hmm, the Warriors, definitely. The, the Grizzlies. Yeah, kind of. I would say the Grizzlies are still. They haven't, they haven't done shit. I'm yeah, on, but they're I'm always on a team, high I'm, not, I'm on team not I'm not the Grizzlies anymore until they do something. Yeah, but I mean, they'll be a high seed in the playoffs. Okay, but still, like, they're not better than the Celtics. But it'll be and that, that was the counterpart. Yeah, yeah, that was, that, yeah. That was the final standings counterpart okay. was the Celtics. The Celtics are a better team. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, pound for pound, there's more teams and more talent in the East than there is the West. The Heat were were the seventh uh, final standings, the seventh. Do you think it's because LeBron? The seventh on the other side was the Lakers, but then the Timberwolves. Yeah. Do Do you think the West is getting soft now because LeBron got moved in there? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> no, but like even like the teams that missed the playoffs for the, like for the East, mm-hmm. the Pacers. Think about how much we were talking about the Pacers all year with Halliburton and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bulls, the Raptors. On the other end, we yeah, have the bo- yeah, I guess because the bottom... The Pelicans, the Thunder, the Timberwolves. Yeah, the bottom half of the, the East Jazz. is much better than the bottom half of the West. And, the uh, I mean, the Nuggets are the best team in basketball, but mm-hmm. I think, other than that, like the, the yeah. next couple teams, best teams... I think in the next couple Eastern. years, though, that can shake up. I think the West can become more powerful than the what East. What makes you say that? I, I think the bottom half of the West teams are getting very good very quickly, but they're just... You know, they're just like that one step away kind of shit. Yeah, the Thunder definitely. Thunder are. definitely. The Rockets could be. Could be. And the, um, not the Timberwolves. Uh, the Jazz. The Jazz are doing shit. I don't know. I don't know. The Spurs because they have Victor. Spurs, now. yeah. Spurs are another one. Like I don't know. I could see in the next couple of years, like the West becomes better again. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, because I mean the bottom team, bottom bottom teams, like the Hornets aren't going to change. No. The. Magic aren't going to change. No, not at all. The Pistons aren't going to change. No. All right. Next, we have the Hawks. Yeah. This past week traded John Collins to the Jazz for Rudy Gay in a second-round pick. It's better than the Chris Paul trade, but still an awful trade. Yeah. On yeah. on the on the Hawks' standpoint, not the Jazz. But that's fine, because fuck the Hawks. Yeah, I hate the Hawks. Mm-hmm. But the Hawks... I was, I was kind of talking about this with my buddy. Uh, he was like, I don't know why the Hawks would even do that. The last year or so, the Hawks were saying how they want to trade John Collins. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, it was more of a let's just get rid of him type of deal. Not yeah. like a... Let's just make it deal. Well, like, don't try to, like, we tried to get the good deals. We tried to get mm-hmm. the shit back for him. No one was taking it. Let's just clear his cap off of our, off of our salary cap and not deal with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, that's what that was. I mean, Rudy Gay is a career role player who's... Could be good, if they, but they need now they have a hole they need to replace John Collins. Yeah, it's not a Rudy Gay guy. Rudy Gay is perfect for like a championship level team for off the bench shit. Mm-hmm. A Rudy Gay would be great on like the Heat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Speaking of the Hawks, did you see they did that like mock draft, like that way too early mock draft for? 2024, and they had Bronny James going to the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's that's a loser talk, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, already thinking about the how you're gonna get up. Well, it was like with the 17th pick, I think. Oh. Yeah, so well, that's wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of is. There's no guarantee they even make the playoffs. I think it's in a pick trade they had because um, 
They had two picks when I was going through the selections that they had. Oh. For the still, draft picks, yeah. Still loser talk for a team to talk mm-hmm. about who they're drafting next year ahead of the season. Yeah. Uh, next, the Grizzlies general manager, Zach Kleeman, said that 25-game suspension for uh, that the NBA gave to John Morant was, quote, appropriate. And it's up to Morant to change the behavior that led to two bans in four months. Yeah, no shit. The, uh, the GM would say the 25-game suspension is appropriate. Because what's he going to say? Oh, oh, that's not we, enough. We should burn them. <laughs> yeah, like, like you can't complain about it because you complain because it was a fucking bullshit suspension. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't say it's less because nobody can fathom it being less. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say more because he's on your team. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be like, oh, yeah, I hate when they that, ask that's stupid too questions many. The wrong people. That's that's too many games suspended. Yeah, it clearly wasn't. You got away with murder, basically. That's the thing with the media, sports media anymore, dude. They just ask stupid questions to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like they should be asking other teams what they think about the suspension, not the Grizzlies, because we know what the Grizzlies are going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Ask them what they think about a suspension on their own player. All right, next. The Lakers have interest in Bruce Brown. Not bad. Not bad. Good role player. Yeah. Um, Next. That's just kind of a throwaway one. Mm -hmm. Next. The Bulls signed Vucevic to a three-year, $60 million extension. Uh, That's questionable. I mean, Vucevic is fine. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's a player that deserves a contract like that. It's just, what are the Bulls going to do? Yeah, I mean, Lonzo Ball's, like, in an iron lung at this point. Yeah, Zach Levine, I think there's been, there's been rumors about Zach Levine getting mm-hmm. traded. DeMar DeRozan's good, but he's near the end. So there's some rumors really about him, him, too. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Lonzo Ball's done. He's he's cooked. He's not playing another game. Uh did you see what the Bulls were saying about him? Like, he might yeah. not play this season. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we talked about it on this pod before. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I, mm-hmm. he's but gotta, still. He's got to be done after that. Uh, yeah, I mean. Bulls point guards. Yeah. Not not good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Okay. I just. <laughs> I was saying something. You, you talked over me. I was saying something, and I was going to hold it, and I forgot now. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, just, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying that, like. Fuck you, because I do that all the show all the time. But it's just I now I'm just trying to think of what I was gonna drawing say. Drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. I was gonna say something about the Bulls, and I can't forget now. I can't. Uh, Bulls. Vucevic. Yeah. I'm gonna, it's something about Demar Derozan. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I. It's weird signing, extending a guy whenever it seems like you're gonna be rebuilding. And yeah. And it seems like the move should be your the rebuild. But you remember that one year? It was crazy. Like they were starting to pick it up all of a sudden. <laughs> when? Two years ago. Like, not this past season, the season before. Mm. But they got all those players, and it was like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. yeah, they were four seed, and they got, and they got, <laughs> everyone got hurt right in time for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So they got swept by the Bucks first round. And then they couldn't really do much this season because everybody was still dealing with the injury that they got at the end of last season. Yeah. So they stunk this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was last year because at the deadline, they got Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were rolling, and they got the four seed, mm-hmm. and then everyone got hurt right in time for the playoffs. Yeah. That's fucked. But yeah, speaking of uh, Bulls point guards. The Knicks declined Derrick Rose's option worth uh, $15 million. Um, a lot of people uh, – what people are saying is that uh, they declined the option, but they're planning on re-signing him anyways, just making it not 
worth fifteen million because he didn't play in a game since January. Yeah, he was healthy. Fair. He just didn't play because mm-hmm. they didn't need him because he's not good. Yeah, <laughs> so like it's worth like. I think it's going to be by the Knicks just because, like, yeah, it's a guy you want around for the young players, like, uh, in the locker room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to pay him $15 million. Nah, not at all. Yeah, so all. so a lot of people think he's going to resign with the Knicks, just not as much. I'd like Derrick Rose to win a ring at some point. So you're thinking he should leave the Knicks? I mean, logically, yes, that does make sense. <laughs> he ain't winning with the Knicks. Yeah. If the Knicks are going to win anything, NBA – any NBA Finals, it's not in this year, and then you got to start thinking how many more seasons does Derrick Rose have? He can't, he can't last. I've been balling the... with Derrick Rose on two K though. He's a great two K player. <laughs> what year? Twenty twenty three. Oh, okay, I don't know how he is in new games, but the first season. I mean, coming in, off the bench, it's like nice. The first season he was in the Knicks, mm-hmm. it uh, he was insane on two K. Yeah, yeah. Because his play style was great for two K. All right, next, Tobias Harris. Actually, I'll say that one for last. It's a funnier okay. one. Yeah. Um, our, arguably the biggest headline of the week uh, that happened today, like this right as I was driving here, Harden, James Harden, mm-hmm. opts into his $35.6 million contract for next season so that the Sixers could trade him. So <laughs> he, he, opt in, he opted in. He to opted opt in out. to get the money, <laughs> but now he's going to the Sixers saying, trade me. So – that actually kind of works for both parties because mm-hmm. one, James Harden's going to make thirty five point six million dollars next year. Yeah, and two, it helps the Sixers out because yeah, I'm leaving, but like at least you'll get something for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think it's a good move. I don't know where he's going to go. Rockets. Maybe it's a trade though. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a rebuilding team, you don't give away assets to rebuild to get James Harden. True. True. Because you give James Harden not going to be do shit. Yeah. What about? Mm, I don't know what would be a good team for him to go for, but yeah, I don't know either. Return to the Thunder. That'd be sweet. That'd be spicy. Very sweet. Uh, any of the uh, L.A. teams? Who would you do James Harden for? If you're Philly, who would you want out of the Thunder? You're not going to get SGA. You're not gonna get Josh Giddy, but yeah, I'd go for Josh Giddy. I'd probably go for Josh Giddy. Yeah, um, one of the Jalen's that were good last year. Yeah, yeah, they're the team that has all the <laughs> maybe. Jails. Maybe I don't know because you don't want you don't need a center with, with Embiid. I was gonna say go for Chet Holmgren because yeah, he, yeah, he played last year. I don't know. I, they have a million picks still, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would just go for all the picks. True. Then try to use those picks for something else, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. trade them to the Clippers and for Paul George. That's the swaps shooting guards. Yeah. And then you'd have Kawhi and James Harden. Harden. Then you have Tyrese Maxey, Paul George, Joel Embiid. That's not bad. That's not bad for either side. I'd say maybe those two guys. Mm-hmm. And then throw some role players on each end to balance it out. I don't, I don't know if it works out for the Clippers with the play styles of those two players, but the Sixers, that's definitely a good deal. That'd be a great deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think I think Paul George would work uh, in Philly. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be crazy. Uh, trying to think of anything else. Okay, one headline I didn't write down, but I definitely saw, and we'll talk about this one uh, just now because it's kind of the same thing. The team's gonna go after uh, Kyrie Irving in free agency. <laughs> Is are it's the Rockets, which we talked about before, mm-hmm. but the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Suns are going to go for Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> so it's, they're trying KD Kyrie again. Dude, what is the interest with, like, number one, Kyrie Irving, but number two, with Kevin Durant? Like, why? Those two try. Like, I don't know, man. This could be it. Like, dude, we've tried it before. We've seen this story. Like, Brooklyn has different water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Dude, Kyrie would just ruin that whole team. Yeah. He would ruin the entire thing. Like, don't bring Kyrie there. It's already not good. Actually, bring Kyrie there. I want to see it implode. Okay. But dang it, Kyrie Irving. They're starting five. It's Kyrie Irving, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton. That's not fair. That's a starting five of all-stars. That's all five starters are all-stars. That's more fucked up than the Warriors were. It, do you have anything about that thing I sent you with the uh, that was uh, that, That's on here. I was going to let you cook on that. Okay. So you can just go to it now because – actually, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first, the Suns are planning on keeping DeAndre Ayton around after the playoff loss. There was rumors about him, the team looking for trades, but they came out saying that they want him <laughs> on the team next season. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, uh, didn't you send me this article, another article that I, I was reading basically <laughs> – if you want to say it, but it's just like Katie and him have beef. Yeah, because they were at dinner together, and they were at dinner at Kevin Durant's house, and uh, DeAndre Ayton, I guess, apparently asked Kevin Durant to, if he could see Steph Curry's finals MVP trophies. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I just love how, like, that's just, like, it's irreparable. I c- it can't be fixed. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a jab. <laughs> that's all it was. And he's just like, it's broken. I can't play with him anymore. Yeah, and that's probably where a lot He's of the... He's such uh, a goddamn pansy. That's, that's probably where a lot of the uh, uh, trade rumors came from, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, and then, like now there's trade rumors. Like, I don't know, man. I think... There's not trade I think rumors where there's anymore, smoke, there's there fire. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's going to be something that happens is he leaves that team at some point by the trade deadline. KD? No, Aiden. Oh, yeah. I mean... Especially if it's not working out throughout the early part of the season, I can see them moving Aiden. Yeah, to probably. I mean, they else. already were trying to move them, so mm-hmm. bringing um, like a bunch of role players that can help out because they're just doing like the Lakers thing, mm-hmm. where they have an insane starting five and then garbage bench, mm-hmm. old bench. Like they're gonna do the exact like the, <laughs> these superstar teams are just trying the same formulas that don't work with other teams, and it just doesn't work out. But yeah, I just thought that was hilarious with that. <laughs> it's yeah. irreparable. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right, next. There's two more things left. Well, three more things. Mm-hmm. FIBA World Cup's coming up. Yeah. Uh, Wembenyama said that he's going to miss the FIBA World Cup because he wants to focus on rookie season. Smart move. Yeah, it's a good it's a good answer to hear as a fan of mm-hmm. the Spurs, you know. Absolutely. So he's not playing for his country. He wants to focus on rookie season. So yeah. I'm sure the next time around he'll be fine. Very good move, especially because you don't want to get hurt before you, you start. Yeah. <laughs> because do you remember a couple of years ago whenever Paul George got hurt during the FIBA World Cup? That's when he like snapped his leg in half. Oh, really? That was that? Yeah, yeah. remember when he got uh, really hurt a couple of yeah. years ago? That was mm-hmm. at the World Cup. So, like, oh. <laughs> like you don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, because you do play at a high level for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Team USA, the Team USA FIBA World Cup team is as follows. Paolo Banquero. Cool. Brandon Ingram, cool. Austin Reeves. That's not. That's funny. Yeah, Jalen Brunson. Okay. Mikel Bridges. All right. Anthony Edwards. Tyrese Halliburton. Jaron Jackson Jr. Wow, our boy. Wa- Walker Kessler. Cam Johnson. 
and Bobby Portis. Okay. So it's a bunch of 20, 21 year olds and then Bobby Portis. <laughs> it's a bunch of like the youngest superstars in the league. They're all like going out and having fun. It's like it's like eight PM. Bobby's like, all right, guys, I'm turning in. Yeah, I'm getting ahead. <laughs> I, I, I want to see the. I wonder if they have. If you look at the team roster, yeah. it has the ages next to them. Oh, you're probably right. I mean, there's nobody like over at least 25. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, and he's probably the oldest one. Yeah, he's probably the oldest one out, out of Fort besides Bobby. Mm-hmm. He's like the fifth year. And then Bobby Portis is like the seventh year senior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Damn. That's cool. I just want You know how sometimes you see rosters that have like name, age, all that stuff? I'm trying to see mm-hmm. if there's a website with that. That would be a fun dynamic to see as well. Mm-hmm. Like them just going out on the town, and Bobby's like, "All right, guys, it's getting late. Sun's yeah. sun's getting real he- low out there. <laughs> sun's getting real low." All right, Bobby Portis. Let's do the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis is 28 years old. 28. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> but in basketball years, when you start when you're 19, that's old. Yeah, I guess you're a nine-year vet. I would have pegged him for in the early 30s, though. Yeah. Brandon Ingram, 25. See, like, that's only a three-year difference. That's kind of crazy. Then everybody else is probably 22. Well, Paolo is has to be 20 because he was drafted last year. Mm-hmm. Austin Reeves around that. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is 23. Okay. Austin Reeves is – because he might be sneaky old. Yeah, he's 25. He's sneaky old. Gotcha. Walker Kessler was a rookie last year, so he's twenty. So he's probably twenty. Cam Johnson's probably around that twenty-five range, twenty-three to twenty-five. All right. Jalen Brunson's probably around that same too, because he was. Actually, Jalen Brunson's kind of older too. Let's see, because he was in, he was on twenty eighteen Villanova. He's twenty sixteen. No, he's twenty six. Okay, it's not bad. Not bad. Not All bad. right, in the last headline, Tobias Harris. Went on a little uh, rant, basically saying that casual Sixers fans would trade him for a crumble cookie. <laughs> would you trade Tobias Harris for a crumble cookie? If I was a Sixers fan, absolutely. Absolutely. As a Knicks fan, say Tobias Harris on the Knicks. And he's doing the same thing he's doing on the Sixers? Yeah, it's just him. Yeah, 100%. You'd trade for a crumble cookie? 100%. I'm going to try to find the Those full Those are big rant. cookies. I just want to find the whole rant because he was hyping himself up like crazy. He was like, yeah, sure. If you want to trade a, a small forward who's 6'6 and can rebound and can shoot, <laughs> I need to find the whole rant. Who can do everything that a forward's supposed to do. Yeah. Except not to a great extent. Oh, yeah, here it is. And get paid buku bucks. Casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. Oh, wait, that's this is a gift. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. They show crumble cookies with the trophies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to find the full rant, though, because that's... Trade speculation. You know, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to realize, like, you're, you know, it's, you're, you're not getting a 6'9 forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best, best player. Uh, shoot, post up, drive. He said shoot twice, by the way. He said shoot threes, then he said shoot. Then he's uh, guard their best team's best player. Who, who can play the game of basketball at yeah. a competitive level. Yeah, dude, Tobias Harris is trash. Um, and see, the thing is, he's not trash. He's trash for how much he gets paid, though. Yes. What he gets paid 
is like you think he's a fucking all-star every year. If he was paid less and was just accepted as a role player, he'd be one of the best role players in the game. Yeah, and his numbers have just been atrocious because of the system he's in as well. Yeah, I, 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 he yeah, doesn't I, get much opportunity or looks. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you're right. I, I, the team he's in, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's the system because he's been there with a couple coaches. It's the the other stars he has. His play style doesn't go with him. Yeah, yeah. He's he gets kind of how um, when Chris Bosh, D Wade, and LeBron, D Wade and LeBron were so good that Chris Bosh didn't get the shine he wanted, but he was okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Tobias Harris is on a lesser degree of that. Where he doesn't get, he doesn't have the games like he did on the Clippers because no one else was good on the Clippers, so he was putting up like twenty five points, mm-hmm. eight rebounds a game. Yeah. So when you go to a team where you have the best players at center who can score and rebound, that takes away from your rebounds, that takes away from some your scoring. Then James the other Harden. people you have is James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, or whoever else who can mm-hmm. shoot, and that takes away from you. Yeah. They can shoot better than you, and you have someone who can rebound better than you. So your your minutes take your stats take a hit. Gotcha. But he'd be great on another team. Yeah, yeah, as long as there's not nobody an, else there. Not just any other team, but like yeah. a team that... A rebuild team. Or a team that could use someone like that. Like, I, I'm not just saying this because I always say this about everybody, but I'm just saying the Heat. If he's paid less, we need we need a really good forward who can play defense and shoot the rock. That's exactly what he could but do. you're forgetting one thing. He would not go to the Heat, and it would not mesh well because Jimmy Butler's there. Yeah, and... So, like, Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler on the same team. Oh, you're right. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. I forgot that. I'm not saying I would want him anyways. I'm yeah, just saying yeah, yeah. a team like the Heat would work. But, yeah. Tobias <laughs> Harris over me. <laughs> Dude, he'd give him so much shit to practice. It'd be the funniest thing ever. Tobias Harris he, over You know me. what Jimmy Butler would do if, Jim, if Tobias Harris went to the Heat? He'd come into the first day of practice with a giant box of crumble cookies. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had crumble cookies? <laughs> Have you ever had caramel cookies? I, I, I thought you were like saying what he would ask. Oh, like, he, he would go around the the that, court, be like, "Hey, have you ever had one of these?" That'd be funny. <laughs> but have you ever had caramel cookies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? I don't know. They change the flavor uh, the flavors every week, so like they have so many different flavors. But um, the donut one's a good one. Mm-hmm. I've only had caramel cookie one time, and it's this past weekend. Oh yeah, right before this happened. It, like it's cr- crazy mm-hmm. that that happened. Yeah. I just had it. Well, I mean, it's not crazy. Crumble cookie is very popular. Yeah. But Chelsea had to buy a box of crumble cookie for her uh, a, f- a party with her friends. Yeah. And um, I'd never been there, so I drove her to do it because we were just running errands around. In Rome, yeah. And I was like, I never had this. She's like, buy one. And I looked mm-hmm. at the menu. One cookie was five bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. And so then I looked at all the flavors. I couldn't decide, so I bought a four-pack for myself for $17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I what had, I did. I did the four-pack. Yeah, I did uh, chocolate chip because that, that, that's mm-hmm. the one they keep around all the time. Yeah. Um, this pink vanilla icing one, this yeah. pink icing one, that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, cookies and cream, mm-hmm. chocolate chip. So it was like a, uh, one of those chocolate, chocolate chip ones, you know, the chocolate mm-hmm. with the white chocolate chips. Yeah, I gotcha. But it's like Oreo was like the one part of it. That's cool. And that's a good fatty one, but the pink icing one is the best. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like crumble cookie. It's good. It's definitely way too pricey though. Oh, yeah. Chelsea's got this one I wish I could try. It was a waffle. Oh, wow. It was waffle flavored, and they had a dollop of icing on top that made it look like a dollop of butter. That's sick. Yeah, Yeah. and it was served cold. I would, uh, like, if it was maybe $1 cheaper on a single cookie, 
four dollars instead of five. So four dollars instead of five, and then you go for the boxes. Like it's a better discount. Like maybe fifteen for four instead of eighteen or twenty mm-hmm. almost. I yeah. think that'd be a better feasible, you know, oh, yeah. market for them. How about Chelsea? Since you got for someone's birthday, mm-hmm. there's an option. Uh, you can add. Do you want a gift wrap for a dollar? Mm-hmm. Said so, yeah, sure. What they did to gift wrap it was they put a sticker that said "Happy Birthday." On the already box, yeah, and they put the smallest little like ribbon. How much was that? Not only a dollar, but still, oh, it's like that's fair. Why even offer that? Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> you, I could do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> surprise was like five bucks. <laughs> yeah, that would be thirty-seven dollars upcharge. I like. would think even like if you just get one giant bow that you stick on, yeah, that'd be great, dude. I'm watch this match. They hit into the crowd every shot. Yeah, this is kind of like. These guys are amateurs. You can't have people watching <laughs> amateurs golf. They're going to get fucking wrecked. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, I talk about for NBA. I had one thing I wanted to add in. What? So, I don't know how true this is, but going to Zion's incident, he's dealing with the porn star. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember this now. She posted on her Instagram story, since her Twitter's deleted, a picture of a positive pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And that's all. So, I don't know. I don't know, gentlemen. Buckle up. This could be getting much more interesting. Do you remember? <laughs> that's crazy. I did see that. And she posted something else, too. I don't know. Whatever. She posted it's a just... pregnancy test, and she posted something before that, too, like a pregnancy book or something. I feel like or she did. Dude, if Zion's got a baby with this porn star, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> it's going to be the funniest shit of my life. I know. <laughs> well, oh, Zion keeps pulling his cock out, and Jock keeps pulling his Glock out. <laughs> and RJ Barrett's gonna be the best out of that draft class. Oh yeah, I do remember. I remember it now. He did you see the song she wrote? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah it was I, terrible. I, po- I posted it on the. It was uh, horrible. horrible. <laughs> Sounds like shitty Jeremiah. I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to it so many Just trying to get it for that video Even though it flopped Go like it if you're listening to this Go like that video Because I got like two likes on it But I was I was pretty uh, under the influence At night mm-hmm. And I saw it and I was dying And I took way too much time To try to like edit it And, make it nice <laughs> and put it up But because I listened to the song A million times And I kind of low-key fuck with it With the player In love with the player Dude, it's just oh, It's so you. great It's so great And I do that You don't care But yeah, that's all I had Alright NBA Free agency coming up soon We'll see It's been wild Alright Take it over to Top 5's Top 5 TV dads Yeah oh. Ladies and gentlemen This is Talking Dirty Top 5 All right, top fives this week. Quick recap. Mm-hmm. I won last week. Uh, one draft. Mm-hmm. Um, the voting was so I won more by more percentage this week than you did last week. Yeah, but in the all time since I said I, before I was going to keep the popular vote. Yeah, you're winning the popular vote right now. So we're tied one one on the season standings. Yeah, yeah, but I have the popular. You vote. had more votes from last week than mm-hmm. I did. You won with more votes last week than I did this yeah. week. So your total for both is 32 votes in favor of you, mm. and mine's 31. 
So I tried posting it actually this weekend, but I guess whenever I tried posting it, it, my, it wasn't like in service or something. So it didn't go through on my story. So I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. So I was like, so, Shit. So, you, so you couldn't get your crew to. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not trying, like, I'm not trying to, you know, declassify your win here. I'm just saying, like. Like, you call my, my winning parole. No, I'm not, I'm not throwing any asterisks up there. You won fair and square. So I won by it was five my own votes. due. It was, you know, it was, it was the way the hand the die rolled mm-hmm. i won by five votes this week you won by six votes last week okay gotcha gotcha that was a good draft though it was a good draft mm-hmm. 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 it's tv dads yes this week we are doing tv dads so since i won I, the balls in my court i decided to do that one i was changing that debating between that one and another one so if i win this week i might not do the other one just because we're gonna have rob next week okay um, I'll, I want to save that one for another day, but I don't know. Well, I might if I whoever wins this week. I'll let class. you carry it over, like the picking of the draft. If we want to do something specific for Rob, okay, that works too. Well, I mean, if yeah. you win too, same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you win, I'd let you carry it over. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this week we TV dabs. I finally won a coin toss after a few weeks. Yeah, it has so, been cold season for you. So I'm going one one. Mm-hmm. For the last two days, guy said he knows who my one one is. And it's not who you think. <laughs> I keep saying that. You keep saying you're just trying to be cheap. You're trying to whatever. Are we officially on the clock? Are we officially the draft started? Are we doing Is this official now? Like, can I make my pick or no? I'm, I'm looking at you. Are you asking if I'm going to use a trump card? Yes. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so the draft officially started. <laughs> and first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That is a- Uncle Phil is mm-hmm. 100% number one TV dad. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the guy you said. Yeah. If you take him, I'll be upset, but I, I anticipate you taking him because mm-hmm. he's, he's up there as one of the top ones. Yeah. But you can't pass Uncle Phil because, one, I love Fresh Prince Bel-Air. Yeah. It's one of my top shows of all time. But like what I just said, I just said a J. Cole verse. He's very he's a very impactful TV dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't even really Will's dad. He was his uncle, but he was a father figure. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, was dad Carlton's and Carlton's dad. Hil- yeah. Hillary and Ashley, of course. But mm-hmm. um, he was he's a hilarious character. By yeah. that standard, but he's also a good father and figure in there. And kind of like how Jay Cool said, too, like, for a lot of kids watching that show growing up without dads, he was a great father figure to have. For sure. Mm-hmm. For and sure. it's just, he's funny. More yeah. Story, he's funny. He, I mean, he was just throwing like, jazz out all the time. and But, like, he always, he was the wise one. He was always the wise one. Mm-hmm. And but knew it, it was what. And it's always, it's always great, too, when the show, like, kind of mentioned, like, oh, yeah, he was a fucking, like, Hippie, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, back in like the day. civil rights fighter, mm-hmm. like back in the day. Yeah, like in the first, I think it's the first season. Whenever his old, his old like uh, Viv and his old uh, friend came back in the town, who's like running from the law. Yeah, and they're talking about all the different like protests and riots they went to. Mm-hmm. Now he had a big old afro and will just come yeah. out. Of. I that show's amazing. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's a great. Show. It's a top five for me. It's a great show. Did I take it in the sitcom draft? I think I might have. Yeah, you may have. I love that show, but yeah. Um, Uncle Phil was I picked this topic So I could pick Uncle Phil one Okay I wanted one one That's fine Would I mean, you take him one? Um Was he on your board For one near the top? Yeah he was on my board At least in the top two I was just questioning If I didn't take one I got back to back But I've gotten them Um I don't know Maybe I I kind of go in the moment for my picks. Yeah, I was gonna say I won one. I was afraid. I don't want one because I was afraid to lose him. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of losing the other guy too. At home, I'm sure you're gonna take right now. Yeah, I just 
would rather have Uncle Phil than him, even though the other one's my favorite show. All right. Good shit. Good shit. Um, my pick then? Mm-hmm. Red Foreman. That's a yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Red Foreman. Red's, Red's the man. He's one of the best characters on that show. He is. If it wasn't for Kelso, he'd be the best character on that show. Yeah. Kelso's my favorite. He's um, favorite character of all time. Red's iconic. He is a giant hard ass, but. You know, he always means well for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, he always loves them, all that shit. Um, just the the delivery, like you always know he's gonna say, like he's gonna say, like the foot in your ass joke, yeah, dumbass, yeah, or dumbass or something ass. like that. You always know he's gonna drop it, and you know it's coming, but it's still hilarious on the on the delivery. Um, you know, them keeping him around for that '90s show, like him being a part of that revival, that was probably one of the best moves they made because he was like a big part of that '70s show. Uh, of a success. Um, and also, like, kind of like with him, too, like, he was always, like, the funny guy with his uh, war buddies and mm-hmm. shit, like, in the past. And oh, that, yeah. now he's a hard ass. And it's just, like, that That kind of comparison is also funny as well. Um, Do you know his real name? Kurt? No, not, I mean, like, the Red's real name. Oh, no. Because Red's a nickname. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's Reginald. Okay. That makes it's, sense. Uh, he's Red because he had red hair. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He's a kid. Um, but I think, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, like, for him, like, being in, like, the seven, like a 70s dad, he played that role so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like, I feel like every dad in the 70s was, like, exactly like that, especially the ones that were in the military. Yeah, my my dad said my, my pap was like that. Yeah, yeah, my pap was like that 100%. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents were the same age as the Sat 7 Shift cast. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's funny because, like, Red was the same age as his dad. So, like, those gotcha. two, like, mirrored perfectly. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take that number one. That's a good pick, obviously. Number two, I'm going to take... Coach Eric Taylor, Friday Night Lights. It's a good pick because I, I don't have him on the board, but that's a good pick because I never watched Friday Night Lights. Such a, oh, it's a good pick if you like Friday Dude, Night Lights. Dude, you got to watch Friday Night Lights. It's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Um, So, Coach Eric Taylor, Eric Taylor, he is the most inspirational person on a TV show that I've seen. Um, The way he just amps you up. Not only before like the football games, the locker room speeches, but even when he's having like the heart to heart with all the kids in the and Dylan, Texas, it's like crazy. Like the way he can just like motivate you in life and give you the right wisdom that you need to hear at the right time. Um, Eric Taylor's a G. He's got a slamming wife. Slamming, slamming. Uh yeah. And then like it's just like I don't know. I I love like his interactions with uh. Matt Saracen, the quarterback, um, because he's essentially like date, like he's dating his daughter. So like they're like banter back and forth a little bit is always funny because he always roots for him. But then he ends up dating his daughter and he's like, fuck, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> but it's it's just it's such a good fucking show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to take Eric Taylor. Number two. Yeah. Um, yeah, you actually have a. Uh... A graphic we use very regularly. You, yeah. Your head's on Coach <laughs> body <laughs> for the for the grandiest gangs. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> you took red for me, but I didn't have Coach Taylor on my list because I'm not a Friday Night Lights guy. So yeah, it makes my decision kind of hard because I was hoping you took one of the next three I'm debating between. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take two of them. Hopefully, I can get the third one back on the wraparound again. Yeah. Um, with my second pick, I'm going for another gentleman who passed away. 
I'm gonna go Danny Tanner, Bob Saget. Okay. Full yeah. House. I never watched Full House. Yeah, Danny Tanner was mm-hmm. America's dad at one point. Yeah. Uh, always coming with the lessons and stuff like that. Great character in general. Mm-hmm. Bob Saget was a hilarious comedian, so it's very funny seeing his stand up and then seeing him. Yeah, it's so funny seeing, seeing him parallel. as like a very like yeah buttoned up guy on mm-hmm. Full House raising three girls. Dude, I think of like Entourage Bob Saget. Like that's the best. How was is it how high or half baked whenever he does a <laughs> you ever suck dick for marijuana? <laughs> Half baked, yeah, it is half baked. Yeah, it's so funny. It's just so Um, fucking funny. Yeah, all his stand-up comedians like super raunchy. Then on Full House, he's like a stand-up single dad. (laughs) John Um, Stamos is like probably the only one that was like maybe the most stand-upish from the show. I mean, like the the Olsen twins, they went downhill after that shit. Yeah, well, Bob Saget never went downhill. He just well, yeah, yeah. He was always that. He was just a raunchy comedian. Just like the counterpart, their off-screen counterparts were just like yeah. insane. Yeah, because Bob Saget was never like a piece of shit. He mm-hmm. just was a normal guy. Just got cast as that sitcom. Yeah. Um. Then you got David Coulier, who's just getting head from like Lance Morissette in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the Olsen twins. The she played Stephanie. She went way downhill after. And then, then, then she came back up. She rose from the ashes. Yeah, and then didn't one of them have the uh, college scandal? Yeah, Aunt Becky. Yeah. Aunt Becky, Lori, whatever. I forget her last name. Locker or something like that. Yeah, like so many people from that show just like had all these like off-field issues. Yeah. <laughs> the person who played uh, Candace Cameron, what's her name? Uh, DJ. She didn't really have anything going on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, the yeah Stephanie, the middle child, mm-hmm. she fucking had big-time drug issues and shit. Mm-hmm. And then for Fuller House, when it came back, she like had, went to rehab and redeemed herself basically, and now she's on that show again. Gotcha. But yeah, gotcha. Danny Tanner, America's Dad, for a little bit there. Um, it also helped that he also did America's Funniest Home Videos at the same time. So mm-hmm. like, he's very was very much like a household name at the time. Gotcha. Number three off the wall. I'm going off the wall really early. I'm going Randy Marsh. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, Randy Marsh is the fu- him and Cartman are the funniest characters in South Park. Mm-hmm. And Randy Marsh is he has some of the funniest moments. In South Park, the Randy right. episodes are the best ones. The Randy episodes are the best. Yeah, even like most recent seasons when he started pivoting to the Tegrity Farm shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, no, Randy's always so funny. The I am Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode's amazing. Always lives up. Dude, I um, love the one where he's fighting people at the baseball games. What? I thought this was America. <laughs> I use that gift all the time. What? What? I thought this was America. Or uh, what's another good one? He takes a giant shit that passes up. That, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. The, I like the one also where uh, it's the musicals. I don't know that like, it, like, he's like complaining about going to the musical, and they're like, why? You'll get head after the oh, musical. Yeah. Because there's all the blowjob euphemisms yeah. in the show. Yeah. And then he one. starts to write his own musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's you know, the other Of the uh, fucking, whenever he puts his balls in the microwave to get testicular cancer yeah. so he can get marijuana. Yeah. And he just bounce around with his balls as in the Buffalo <laughs> Soldier. Um, yeah, very off the wall. It's not really a sitcom TV dad, but I think Randy Marsh is one of the best characters in South Park, and I, w- I wanted to get him on my board. Okay, okay. Um, all right, with my number three pick, I'm going to take Tony Soprano. Okay, I had him. I didn't know if I was going to go him or not. Yeah. Amazing character. And he's a dad. And he's super supportive of AJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when he played football and shit. <laughs> oh! Like, so, like, is... is I had him is on my list. Ev- I had him on my list. I don't know if you want to say evil, but, like, as is, is evil as he, like, is in his actions... He murders people. Yeah, he's evil. Yeah, yeah. Is, 
aside from all that, like he does truly care about the family. Like the family mm-hmm. does come first. That's the whole, you know, it's one of the biggest themes of the show. One, one of my favorite scenes I see all the time randomly do on social media too, is whenever, uh, uh, that dude went up to Meadow in the restaurant and it was like, harassing her yeah and then later it's like what do he say to you and then mm-hmm. he went locked the door behind him and just started beating the shit <laughs> yeah. out of him then when someone tried to step in he pointed guns like you want it you want it mm-hmm. like yeah he's just like stay away from my daughter yeah tony soprano yeah. dude it's fucking a um and i just watched the sopranos for the first time so i really wanted to get that in there as well that's a good pick i had him on my board i was gonna mm-hmm. i was gonna take him probably in the next wraparound yeah uh, i was probably gonna use my fifth pick on him and plus like all the fucking scenes with like the uh therapist like, that was always hilarious, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when he would just, like, let loose as far as, like, what were the inner demons in his head. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's my number three. Number four. I'm going to take... What Mountain Dew is that? Oh, dude. You want to try some? Sorry, I didn't mean to... Dude, didn't it's mean to, Summer Freeze. I didn't mean to interrupt It's essentially Bomb Pop flavored Mountain Dew. I didn't mean to interrupt your pick. I'm sorry. I yeah, just, just try a I swig saw that. of that. I was like, just try a swig of that, dude. It's delicious. I, I think it's already done in the stores, but that's really good. I saw a case of that, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> We're doing that's that. really good. <laughs> um, that's all right, my number really four good. pick. I'm between two here. It tastes like that popsicle. I'm going to go with – see, I think I can get both, so I'm just going to go with the one I think is better. Alan Matthews from Boy Meets World. I had him on my list. I was considering him. Yeah. Okay, good. good. Uh, I was considering um, him. with my next pick. Boy Meets World it. was one of my favorite shows growing up. Same. Like, I watched it right at the perfect time where I was, like, in that process of life. And it, like, resonated well with mm-hmm. me. Great TV dad and Alan Matthews. Um, I mean, kind of like the same things we were saying with, like, Red Foreman, Uncle Phil. Um, they all have, like, you know, these great moments where it shows, like, they really care about their family and it's all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Trivia, what was his profession? Oh, he owned the uh, outdoor store. Eventually, yeah. But was it, yeah, yeah. it started, he was... Oh, fuck. That, that, that was eventually... He, he left, yeah. He, when, when he got laid off of this job. Was he... <sighs> he bought that store. Was he an accountant? No. No. He was a uh, manager at a grocery store. Okay. Okay. And then and then he got laid off. And then, gotcha. Then he went to like a store in uh, the outdoor store, and the guy was retiring... And he, someone asked for help, and he like chimed in and said, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, actually, I think that one's better because this isn't this." So the old guy was like, "Oh, here, take over the store." Yeah, but like he would always say the right things, like it, it, all the crazy situations too. Like where if I was a dad and I was dealing with like some of the shit like my kids are doing, like you got to take this like random kid in because his dad's a piece, like he has no family. Yeah, Essentially, yeah, yeah uh, like Sean, Sean Hunter. <laughs> like Chet Hunter, like, that piece of shit. I'm like fuck, man, like this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but he, he took it well. Took it like a champ. Sean, Sean's real dad, farmer Fran, couldn't cut it. He got he got good at the end though. And then he died. Yeah, and then he died. And then he was a ghost. And then he was a ghost. Yeah, he came up Sean a lot on, when he went he, when he went on that world part. trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that, amazing show. That scene brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, oh, when yeah, he's absolutely. in the truck with the fucking hat and then like his dad like pops up as a poltergeist like right by him. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that show is amazing. Such a good show. Dude. It was my favorite. It's, it's one. And Girl Meets shows. World just probably sucks, and I'll never watch it. Apparently, it doesn't. I really? just never. I didn't. I'm never gonna watch it. But so I don't want to. High school. It. I was really. I was growing up. I watched it in mm-hmm. high school. My a group. A certain group of high school friends I had. Yeah. Were really uh, big in like Boardman's World as well. Like a few of us. Mm-hmm. And one of them said they watched Girl Meets World and it was actually good. Okay. But I just watched a supercut. 
of the show. So I don't like the, the stuff, the right. important stuff. Like I'd probably like to see the cameos and that's about that's it. That's what I want. I watched yeah. like a 10 minute cameo mm-hmm. version and the best was Eric came back as the hermit guy again. <laughs> With, uh, squ- uh, uh, rides the, runs the squirrels yeah, or something like yeah, dances yeah. the squirrels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, he, he does the same thing. He's like, uh, wait, are you my niche? <laughs> he says that he says that to uh, uh, Corey and Topanga's uh, daughter. That's great. That's so funny. Yeah, I love that show. Alan Matthews is a good one. I was considering taking him. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good pick. All right, uh, my next pick. I'm gonna go with. I don't. It's probably on your board. Could have left it, but this is my last two picks, anyways. I'm going Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Okay. Um, Never watched it, but I, Reginald I Vell Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, there's progressive commercials now with talking about TV dads, and he's the TV dad they go to. So that, yeah. that, he's like a standard TV dad. Family Matters is an amazing show. That was a show I watched all the time in high school in the mornings. Yeah. Steve Urkel, great show. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carl was the everything we talked about with Alan and and uh, Uncle Phil and Red. Like he 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 can give the advice. Okay, he, like, like no other. Yeah, and, but he also it's very funny his dynamic with Steve. All right, so it's very funny. Um, Carl Winslow, number four. The number five. I'm going another off the wall one. There's a lot still on the board that are great, but I'm going to go Frank Reynolds. Matoli Sonny. Okay. That's a good one. He's D. I considered it. I didn't know if I wanted to count it or not. I mean, it counts, obviously, but I, just, yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to use that or not. Yeah. Because even though he's on, it comes out later, he did, he's not the birth parent, father of mm-hmm. D, and, D and Dennis. Yeah. He did raise him as her father, so he is mm-hmm. like their dad. Yeah. For most of the show. It's implied for the majority of the show. Mm-hmm. It starts with just as his dad, and then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, Bruce is actually the dad, mm-hmm. but like Frank was still their dad growing up, so they still call him their dad. And, yeah. Yeah, it did um, explain a lot because they looked nothing alike. <laughs> yeah, but Danny DeVito, great character uh, in that show. Frank, mm-hmm. um, oh, this season he has so many funny things. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, the Let recent, me know when that's done. I'll have to check it out. The most recent episode, he let's just say he had, he had vibrating anal beads in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's so Dude, fucking Danny funny. DeVito. Just like and the <laughs> the best is his story. How he got on. It's always sunny. Yeah, was it's always sunny. I had season one. They were afraid that it was going to get picked up by FX again for season two. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, Danny DeVito's agent reached out and said, he, Danny wants to be on the show. He's a big fan. <laughs> and so then FX said, well, if you want your show, you're adding Danny DeVito to the cast. <laughs> so like, okay. So they added him in as uh, Dean Dennis's dad. Gotcha. And then now he's just a ridiculous character. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, one of the best episodes in like the last few seasons is the, uh, the POV of Frank episode. Day in the Life of Frank. You ever see that one? I did see that one, yeah. Yeah. Pondy's going to the fucking roller rink touching little girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny, that show. But, yeah, Frank Reynolds, number five. All right. Um, my number five pick, between two, one's really off the wall. I think I might go for it. Do it. I, I got some off the wall ones. Din Djarin. That's a great pick that I didn't consider at all. He adopted Grogu. Yeah, I, d- I didn't consider it. He's uh, now legally a father. Yeah, I did not consider it at all. <laughs> that's a fantastic pick. Yeah. Um, Pedro Pascal in general. Between Pedro Pascal, and, yeah. I mean, between he's been, him and... Uh, he's uh, been like the guy in Hollywood. Between Grogu and Ellie and... and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you could take him in different roles, too. Like, <laughs> But especially with like the Mandalorian, man. He's just like such a badass. Always the smoothest guy. Killing it. Um, and, you know, like... You see his growth from the moment he meets Grogu. He's like, who the fuck's this little twerp? And then 
as he you know travels with them and becomes accustomed to him he's like this dude's really cool and then he just adopts him and then here we are and he's setting him up to be like like Grogu's gonna be like this sick badass in the future yeah so like a that's, Jedi man yeah he's crazy. just teeing him up to be like one of the saviors of the galaxy in the future yeah that's a great pick I died didn't even think of but mm-hmm. it's fantastic so I'm gonna take pick. that five yeah it's a fantastic pick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right honorable mentions uh, I had a few I have a decent bit still. I had Walter White. I had Walter White. Didn't want to take him because I had Tony Soprano. I had Walter White and Tony Soprano, Tony Soprano next to each other on my list. Yeah, me, actually, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I had Frank Costanza. I had Frank Costanza. Yeah. Festivus. Uh, mm-hmm. The creator of Festivus. Uh, Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. Yep. Sam. I had George Lopez. Okay, I did not have him. And Ned Stark. That's a good one, too. I just I was between him and Din Djarin, and I was like I just don't think people resonate well in that Stark too because he did kind of fuck up in this mm-hmm. in the first season that led to his death. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good. But he's a good father. He's a good father. Good um, dad. I had Frank from Everybody Loves Raymond. Ray's oh, dad. Fuck that is. A he's good hilarious. One. I didn't even think of that. He's hilarious. That is a great. He's one. Movie. He's like the best character on that show. Oh, easily, dude. Easily the best easily, character on that easily show. Easily the best. Ah, yeah. Robert's good, though, Robert's too. not bad, but Frank's <laughs> hilarious. Dude, oh, I fucking love Everybody Loves yeah. Raymond. Um, I had Hugh Neutron from Jimmy Neutron. Hey there, Jimbo. Well, <laughs> I love him. It's only like one of the only cartoons I had. Um, Homer Simpson. Yeah. yeah Al Bundy. Get the, get the animated ones in there, too. Yeah, Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil Dumphy from A Modern Family. See, I never great. watched Modern Family, but great I saw people ca- were recommending him too. Oh, he's a great character. Raymundo from Rocket Power. Okay. Uh, and then the grandpa from Hey Arnold. I forget his name because it's his grandpa usually. Yeah, it's just grandpa usually. So I don't. Know, I, I didn't think of like old cartoons too. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some off the wall. Nigel Thornberry. Oh, Mar- smashing Marianne. Mm-hmm. Good shit. That was a good draft. I like that. Yeah. Four years. Uh, number one, Uncle Phil. Number two, Danny Tanner. Number three, Randy Marsh. Number four, Carl Winslow. Number five, Frank Reynolds. All right. Number one, Red Foreman. Number two, Coach Eric Taylor. Number three, Tony Soprano. Number four, Alan Matthews. And number five, Din Djarin. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Good shit. Hell yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's get into some pop culture. Yeah, yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace. Drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Pop culture. Boom, you looking for this. Boom. You looking for this. You found this. Boom, you fired. With movies, we had a new trailer for Dune, part two. Dune. Um, Dune. Did you get a chance to see it? No. Yeah. Sure watched it. Instead of talking about the TV show, we talked about it for a half hour. I know it's a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So it looks good. It's uh, we see a lot more of the action sequences. So I think it's going to be a solid film. I don't know much about the story because I never saw the original Dune um, from like the '80s or whatever. So I don't really books? know. No, I don't read. You don't read books? No, I don't read in general. Um, how, how do you text? <laughs> well, I, I always say I can't read when people ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I always tell Chelsea I can't, I can't do any. Talk- can't do this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Dune. Yeah, part two. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of the action sequences look great. Um, I, I'm excited for it. I really don't know what to expect though. So, I don't. It seems like they showed a lot in the trailer, but at the end of the day, I think there's still a lot mo- more movie to see. Yeah, and I, I actually did just watch the trailer real quick. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't think I'd like the first Dune. I did, and this this seems like so the we're the hardos for the, who love the books read the books all that shit mm-hmm. it's a great story the movies they originally made in the 80s were not good yeah yeah and everyone's saying how good that first one was as an adaptation so i'm expecting this one to be just as good mm-hmm. and like it, it seems like a lot more action yeah because the first movie was like barely any action yeah there's really like only it's more the... set up and it's still good mm-hmm. the fact that it was a, still a really good movie and all the action was like near the end, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it really like wasn't much action. Like it was no. just you see the worm, and then he fights at the camp a little bit, and then that's about it. And getting him out. Yeah, like, getting him out. Yeah, because like escape mission. what Duncan Idaho. Mm-hmm. I was fighting in that hallway. Duncan Hines. Yeah. Another Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All right. Aqua bro. Is he in this too? He died in last. Week. Oh yeah, that's oh that's the scene I was just referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when he was fighting that hallway, he like closed the door behind mm-hmm. him to yeah. let Paul escape. That's right. Um, and he was like him versus like ten dudes, and he's like fucking kicking their ass, and then yeah, that was like Pete Jason Momoa, and now he's like kind of going downhill with his Aquaman two bullshit. Mm-hmm. I heard he was amazing in Fast Ten. Fast Ten, really? Yeah, because I, I listened to a review because I don't give a fuck about Fast and Furious. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to hear see what it was. Yeah. And they were saying, like, Jason Momoa's character was the best part about it. Hmm. Uh, they called him the gay Joker. The gay Joker. Because <laughs> it's, like, the same type of, like, energy and shit as a Heath Ledger's Joker. Like, oh. just chaos. Okay. But, like, he did it well, apparently. All right. All right. Um, Anything else from Dune, though? Dune. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Next up, that, that new comedy. Um. What's it called again? No hard, no, no hard, hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yeah, it's doing well. It looks funny. Yeah, it looks funny. The TV spots look bad, but the tr- first trailer looks funny. Everything I've seen as far as reviews for it are like the audience audiences love it. It's funny. Like I haven't seen anything bad from audience audience members about this. I, I had a friend who was shitting on it recently. I forget mm-hmm. who, and I and they're like, "This looks so bad." I was like, "I don't know." It's kind of. Like, I thought it looked funny when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And. There's apparently a, fr- uh, a full frontal Jennifer Warren scene. Really? I was going to say I might check out the movie like this weekend because mm-hmm. I might have like a four-day weekend with the holiday. So. I, I do. I took off Monday. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're they just giving us Monday off, honestly. But um, So I might check it out one of those. Either Sunday or Monday, I'm thinking I'll check it out. Um, I'll watch it, but I don't know if I'm going to go to the theaters for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like – I'm at the point where I'll go early or something, and then there won't be many people there. Yeah. You live so close to the theater. Where yeah, it's, it's like whatever. Yeah, it's not like a big arduous I, task. And I live close to the, art, the theater I go to, mm-hmm. but it's like out of the way to the point where like I don't know. I, I also just don't. I never go by myself, so it's like I, it's tough to just be like, you know what, fuck, it, I'm just gonna go by myself right. Once you do it, I did it once. I liked it. I don't know why I can't do it. Again. Yeah, yeah, that's weird that you can't do it again. Because like once I did it once, I was like, this isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's whatever, you know. You gotta get a movie pass. I should just get the movie it's pass. So much thing. cheaper. Yeah, yeah. It's so much cheaper. I honestly though, I haven't seen many movies unless I'm with you. Do you have my? Do you use my QR code that I send you every time? 
just yeah, when I'm at the, when I'm at the movie with you, I use it. Well, I don't use well, it when I go there. No, why not? I never really thought about that to be honest with you. Because <laughs> it's, it's like just a free twenty percent off. Yeah, I'll have to get that fucking deal. But all right, dude, it's ten bucks a month. <laughs> it's ten dollars a month. You get Plug. one free ticket a month. Mm-hmm. A tickets without the discount are like twelve bucks. So you already just by getting the deal, mm-hmm. you already make out because you get a ten dollar ticket. Yeah. Instead of twelve dollars, mm-hmm. now top of it, you get twenty percent off everything else, and the more you go, and the more you scan shit, the more perks you get, which means you get more free tickets you get. Yeah, it does seem like robbery. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. You literally, if even if you don't fucking go to the movies at all in a month, yeah, you get one free ticket, and you pay ten dollars, so it's two dollars off. You basically get a two dollar off ticket that rolls over every single month. I miss Movie Pass, dude. That was the shit. Yeah. Yeah, you that was a crazy time, man. Yeah, he's basically free movies. Just pay ten bucks one month, and you see any movie you want. <laughs> um, all right, next up, James Gunn announced the casting for Superman Legacies, Superman and Lois Lane. They will respectively be played by uh, David Cornsweet and Rachel Brosnan. Oh, I didn't even know they announced this. They did announce it um, today. Not many, nah, a few days ago. Um. Very like you won't recognize them at all. And that's I, good, and I like that. Yeah, that's a good way to do it because there are people that will be committed to the role for a long time, and that's what you need. He looks good as Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going for that younger Superman kind of look. So looks familiar. Yeah, I feel like he might have been like in, I don't know, like a show that's popular, but I don't watch. Like I could see him being in like Peaky Blinders or something, mm-hmm. and I would be like, oh, okay. I respect it, but I have not watched it myself, so no idea. I have not noticed any of the, his casting. So. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so so we'll see what comes out of that. But I'm interested to see who the villain's going to be for this. I wonder if they'll go straight with Lex Luthor or if they'll go with uh, like Zod or I don't even know who else. You don't want to do Doomsday this soon, obviously, because Doomsday is where Superman dies. Um, so I'm reading this article that's showing the people. It mm-hmm. says Gunn will now look to fill the shoes of Superman's arch nemesis Lex Luthor. Nice, nice. I, I I assumed at the very least he would get introduced, but maybe he'll he's, be the main villain. I don't think he's gonna be the main villain either. I think he's gonna be another character in this universe you meet. Yeah, yeah. If they kind of play him like a. Uh, I don't know, like a very like behind the scenes kind of villain, like a Norman Osborn type thing. That'd be a good way to do it. Or like how I uh, Jesse Eisberg was a great Lex Luthor until the end of Batman vs Superman. They got ridiculous. Yeah, I liked his little quirkiness, but I'm not saying to I do just, that. I didn't like it. I liked him. Um, no, but if they do like a. Uh, I've never seen Smallville. They might have done some like Smallville, but mm-hmm. like since they're going for younger Superman, have a younger Lex Luthor too, and don't make him like the Lex Luthor he is yet. Introduce him just as a guy in the universe, and then by mm. maybe two or three of them, then he's the yeah. I, th- I, I can't remember how he Lex starts. Luther. He starts out as a politician, I believe. Really? I th- nah, maybe. I don't know much about him. I just know he's like a. He's like a fucking billionaire. He like, mo- villain. he moves up though, I believe, yeah. in at least some iterations that I've seen. He like moves up in the chain of like power, and then he eventually. I know he becomes to president. At one yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I, I, thought, I didn't think that was right away. 
Maybe that's it. He's just like super smart billionaire, and then he becomes into politics after that. Mm-hmm. So, um, then the last thing I have for movies is Donald Glover is confirmed to return for the Community movie that is being developed. Um, they said it's going to be delayed a little bit because of the writer strike, but it's still coming, and it's still it's going to now have Donald Glover confirmed. That's you know it's funny. Yeah. Uh, last week I started watching Community again randomly. Yeah. And I was just checking in on that movie. Mm-hmm. And it was right before it got announced, I guess, because yeah. it was like last week, not this week. But it was the article was saying they're very, uh, Dan Harmon's very, very hopeful that Donald Glover's going to return. So yeah. that's nice that he's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all I have for movies. So They're also working on Yvette Brown still. They, she, they haven't got her yet. Uh, they'll Shirley. get her. Yeah. If, if, they have ever, if they have Donald Glover, they'll get Shirley. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but that's all I have for movies. So. Is there anything you want to toss hmm. in? Hmm. No. All right. I don't, you know what? I don't think so. Get the movie pass. Uh, next up, TV. New episode of Secret Invasion. Did you check it out? Yeah. What were your thoughts? Uh, I'm kind of back. It was a better episode than episode It was one. a much better episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, it got me way more intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode one ended. I was kind of like, fuck this. Then episode two. Did, I, did we mention this last week? I don't know. Is it, did you say... One, I, I don't know if I could imagine saying this or like I just saw it but this mm-hmm. week, but the, the writing is pretty corny. So I was thinking about that when I was watching the second episode because they were starting to go on to like the whole um, like civil rights stuff. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not saying that's corny. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah, you can't say that's corny. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't mean it was corny, but... No, but the writing, in general, like, I don't know how to describe it besides the same corny, but, like, when he was talking to Rhodey, it's like, well, I'm Nick Fury. I, 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 I really don't know how to describe it. The writing know. is just clunky and very, like, it doesn't seem natural. I can't give you multiple examples. There was one with Ben Middleson, um, like, Talos was like, leave, talking on the phone with that that lady after she left the Council of Scrolls. And I got that vibe. It just, it just felt like a clunky combo. The dialogue yeah. is not as clunky. I kind of got that vibe with Talos a lot, though. I'm not really big on Talos' character, mm-hmm. personally. Um, like, when they're in the train, like, that, but his I, responses back to everything Nick exactly. was saying it's was, like, kind of like that weird. Yeah. That you're saying, yeah. Um, I guess Corny's not a good way to say it, but I don't know. Some of the dialogue, when he's talking to Maria Hill's mom, mm-hmm. like, it just seemed like a very like AI generated script. Yeah. For dialogue. What if the whole thing was made in Chat GBT? It's it, some of the, the conversations seem like it. And like or like even where they, he's like, oh, those. and the theme is with AI yeah. art. So like, could be. Yeah, but like whenever he's saying Slovakia is rolling their eyes at me one more time, like I thought that was kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, but I like the plot got a lot better. So and I did love the train scene from Nick Fury standpoint. Him saying like. He's playing doctor with the girl, and that very much reminded me of the um, him telling Captain America that my grandpa was an elevator service guy, and every day he walked by with his tips, and people tried to jump him. Then one day he grew, he had a gun in it, and he said, "Keep on stepping." But I think like like the same vibe as the my mom and me played a game saying, uh, "Tell me something I don't know." I don't know. Maybe this is just a personal thing, but I always think like the one thing that would kind of I feel like end racism would be aliens coming down to Earth. Because I feel like that's humans versus aliens. Exactly. And like in Mm -hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we literally had that happen. 
So like, wouldn't wouldn't culture change as a result in that aspect? I feel you're right. So like, that's where that's where I'm starting to think. Like maybe that's where I'm always thinking. You know, why is this in the the MCU right now? Like all this stuff, because I feel like in that environment and atmosphere, people would think differently. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my two cents. But I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I do love the. But I also see why they have to keep that in there because it's mm-hmm. a way to get to the masses and you have to show representation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to do that. Um, but I do like the MI6 or CIA lady. She's still in the show for me. Oh yeah, that whole sequence in the, the torture. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was sick. And just, like, her dialogue is also great. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just staying in this, like, perfect role of the character. And, like, but also being, like, twisted and demented. Um, I'm loving her right now. But, yeah, the show took a big step this week, for yeah. sure. The plot's getting better. The dialogue's mm-hmm. still weird, being weird and clunky. But I- I'm starting to like it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and what's his name? The villain. is that's He's great. Yeah, he's he grew on me a lot, too. I didn't like Gar- him at first. Garvick or... Oh. Gav Gavik Ga- or something like Gavlik that. Gavlik or Ga- Gavlik. Gal Gal Galvantua. Yeah, I don't know. But he's great. He's Gar- great. Gantuan. Um Shooter McGavin. <laughs> he's a scroll. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a play on his na- the villain's name. No, Shooter McGavin's <laughs> a scroll. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he is. Um and his Rody had a great role. I thought this episode. Nick Fury's wife. Yo, yeah, I forgot about the big reveal. He's a awesome. scroll. That's sweet. So do you okay? Wait, I'm, I might be stupid, but the way they did that scene, are they insinuating that he does not know she's a scrawl? No, he definitely knows because she was in the opening scene, the flashback in '97. But was she a scrawl too? Yeah. Okay, never mind. She was in scrawl form talking to what's that. his name, uh, okay. villain, villain I didn't, boy. I didn't realize that then. Yeah, you know, villain boy. You know, in the beginning, I showed him as a kid. Uh so he's like the... she. She was a one, the adult scroll saying like, uh, "Don't worry, Nick will take care of you," or whatever. In the beginning. So now it's like a father son type dynamic between the Probably. two. Yeah. And then Otis Redding to play it out. Well, that song. That was sick too. That was a sick. Yeah. That outro is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is growing on me. I do like it. I still don't like Talos as a character right now. He got real soft in this this uh this show. Yeah, I like, like the idea of Talos. I think the writing for his dialogue is bad. Or. The acting's bad, but Ben Mendelsohn's not a bad actor, so it's he's like, not. But like, I, I think what he, it is, he's is kind of, he was kind of bad in Captain Marvel too. It might just be this character he does not know how to play. I don't like his his voice with the role. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's better. I don't know with, with the projecting his voice louder. Mm-hmm. But like, he's kind of like keeping it at this very like low tone, and it's just not working for this character. Yeah. But that's probably like what the character want, they wanted him to sound like. But I don't think it works with what he can deliver. I don't know. Like you said, I think he's a good actor still. It's just a weird role for him. Um, all right. Anything else from Secret Invasion? No. R.I.P. Murray Hill. I was hoping there was some kind of twist. Yeah, dude. What sucks too is like they were like they're gonna give a whole origin story for her when they were doing the promos, and now it's probably just gonna be flashbacks, maybe, but. Still, it's like, fuck. I I mean, I get it, I guess. She probably wanted out, and this is a good way to get her out. Mm-hmm. I just hate how they killed her. so goddamn long. It just sucks that how they killed her off so early. Yeah. A, a season finale. There's only six episodes. Just mm-hmm. keep until the sixth episode. Yeah. Or make that the end of the fifth episode going into the sixth. Mm-hmm. Making yeah. that, like, Nick Fury's like, all right, I'm done fucking yeah, around. Yeah, at least have her past, like, the midway point. Make that the fucking last push he needs to get 
Yeah. To get yeah. through everything. Because we also lost Ross, too. Not really, but like, you know. Yeah. We had him in the show, and now he's no longer going to be in the show because he's in Wakanda, I guess. But Yeah. Does exactly. this take place, like, in the current MCU timeline? Yeah. I think the uh, opening shot in the first episode was present day. Oh, uh, okay. It's just because, like, it's, sometimes I'm watching it, and I'm like, the way they age Nick Fury, because he was blipped, right? Yeah. So, like, technically, time did not pass for him. Yeah, but then that was also five years ago, Still Endgame, is. and it's it's like it ages as the years go. Yeah. So five years for a guy who's already in his 60s. Yeah, I guess, but it just seemed like a it big did, It did jump. go from, it, I agree, it did go from Endgame where he mm-hmm. looked like normal Nick Fury to now he is like super gray. Like we're talking like Hugh Jackman from X-Men Origins to Logan. Yeah. Kind of look. It's like a weird, you know, like even looking at the, cat, the and, Marvel's and it, trailer. You're right. It, it is more like, that is a lot for five years. Five, it's still five years. Mm-hmm. It's past and 10 years. Yeah. It's a blip, but it's also still like, yeah, that's a lot of aging for five years. I feel like you could have made this like 10 years in the future. I don't know. Something like that. It would have probably like made it difficult for them mm-hmm. down the road, but still like just the way they made them look. Yeah. I'm going to see what. I'm a Google search. Because you even look, year at the, it is. even look at the Marvels trailer, and like he looks like normal Nick Fury in that, mm-hmm. like young Nick Fury from the Avengers. And in this, it's like, dude, what happened? Like you were gone in space for what? What did he say? Like two years or something? Pretty much. It's like that did that. <laughs> like so, it's mid 2025, which is uh, the end game was set. Let's see what end game was. Endgame was set in 2020. 2018, five years, 2023. Mm-hmm. So two years. Yeah. Since Endgame. Yeah, it's like, dude, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm fact-checking it's 2023, but... Still, it's like, yeah, like there's no way he aged that quickly in two years. Like, full beard, all gray. Yeah, like... 2022, 2023 <laughs> is when Endgame was set. So and now it's two years after. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they just should have like not made him look as old as they did, or like you said, make, make this after the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make yeah. it a time jump. Mm-hmm. All right. The only other thing I had for TV was I finished. I think you should leave. It was great, hilarious. Favorite sketch. Favorite sketch. Um, I don't know. We were talking about a lot beforehand recording, but I think. I think my favorite one that like I, I just crack up at it every time I see it is. When he when the guy thinks he can't drive and he's like, no, I actually can't. Like, I don't know how to do. What, any you of this can't shit. drive. No, buddy, you can't. Come on, what are you not know how to drive? He's like, no, I don't. Are <laughs> he's you like, crazy? He's like tearing up. No, I don't know what any of this shit means, and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. He grabs Will and goes, ah, that hurt. <laughs> That's so funny. J- just pull forward. Oh yeah, let me just. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, that one just cracks me up every single time. I mean, the the one's become such a meme now from season three, but the pay it forward skit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's become such a meme now, but it is a good one. That's a, another funny one that I loved. But yeah, highly recommend checking that Ma, out. just do it. You're rich. <laughs> Dude, like he comes to approach him at the window. He just sits straight faced front front of the car. <laughs> He's just like, come on, dude, you're rich. <laughs> come on, do it, you're rich. My favorite is, I always say, it's the uh, haunted house. Mm-hmm. 
Or it's like, does you it go through? Any of these fucking fuckers burst out of ceiling <laughs> and start just blowing loads everywhere? The, the best is like that very <laughs> subtle said I could joke. Say like, whatever I wanted. The guy did say, "That's it, buddy. You're done." I don't know why that gets me every time. <laughs> Make any friends? No, mom. Um, but I don't know. Do you have anything for TV? Fuck you, Harley Jarvis. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, it's always sunny. Still good. Still good. Nice. The, the most recent episode, um, the two plots is Frank, uh, Charlie and Frank try to beat the, uh, what's it? What, I don't know. I forget what it's called. Um, oh, the Grand Wizard of Chess in Russia. Ah, uh, okay. And then the other side, the other storyline is Mac, D, and Dennis is the reverse Dennis system. I did see a clip of that. Dennis tries to teach Sin. them uh, send the reverse yeah. Dennis system to get guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that pop up on TikTok so the other day. It was, that was funny. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> the reverse Dennis system. Um, all right. Take it over music. And real quick, yeah. there's a promo mm-hmm. for the new season that I haven't seen this episode yet, but it's Charlie going through a metal detector and the, going off on his stomach. Yeah, and he's like, "Why is that happening?" And Max said, "Cause you ate so many pennies, or like so many nickels." <laughs> and I, I just can't wait for that episode because it's so ridiculous. Um, but take it over to music, your jams of the week. We have belly full of nickels. That's what it is. You have a belly full of nickels. I have two songs here. I got Doomsday, Lyrical Lemonade, Juice Doomsday, Doomsday, Lyrical Lemonade, Juice World, and Corday. Um, fucked with that a little bit, so I threw it in there. Uh Jam of the week, I'm probably going to give to Oh, You Went, Young Thug and Drake. It's probably going to be the one you hear a lot of in the upcoming weeks. Slow week for jams in general, but I did fuck with those too. But yeah, with that, how about a, our closing statements? Uh, can you do closing statements? Yeah, uh, Kent's Brothers Prating. Uh, if you need the number, go ahead and ask Ryan. Send him a DM, and he will give it to you as fast as possible. He, I'm going to say... I'm going to say five minutes or less, or we will cover the quote, the free quote that is offered by Ken's brother. Five Manning. minutes or less for what? For you to for you to give the phone number to the person. Okay. So you got to be quick with it. Um, but yeah, Ken's brother's painting. Go check it out. They rock. They, you know, you can have a piece of shit house like I did. And then you get them a call and they come and they fix it right up, dude. Uh, and a two chains line of the week. All I want for my birthday is a big no, booty No, no. The reason I had you do it is because I needed you because I forgot to pair one. And I'm looking up one right now. Okay, and I do okay. have one. And now to I Ryan, have one. Now to Ryan with your two chains. Four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Kent's Brothers painting. <laughs> um, at DJ Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Two chains line of the week. Cribs is outrageous. Real different phases. Whip look like a spaceships. Black like I'm racist. Princes can't say that. That was a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, also, since Brian did deliver the number, we are exonerated from paying mm-hmm. for any of the free quotes offered by Kent's Brothers Painting. Hey, Josh, if you're listening, you're welcome. Yeah. So just throwing that out there, you know, we're not liable anymore. Um, and just real quick, bonus two chains line of the week Ooh. from the same song. The bridge of that song goes, uh, bitch, I'm rich. Uh, bitch, I'm rich. What? Uh, bitch, I'm rich. <laughs> rich as shit. <laughs> it's awesome. All right, see you guys. Peace. This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival 
The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Baby, you could have been my lady Making me all hazy Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat